I'm home. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the TGF Podcast. I am your host, Ryan. I am here with two gentlemen, Killergreg17. Hello. How are you? Very well. How are you? I like your new uh, Ninja Turtle setup. If you're wa- yes, l- only on my... audio, this is uh, fantastic. Hopefully, yeah. This is my work office. Ooh, so, I like it. I like yeah. it. Very nice. Are those uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Cavemen back there, or is it Turtles? You can't Sadly, tell. no. Oh, Shit, I, I have to mail you guys your Christmas presents. That's all right. Oh, the Christmas present you're giving me right now. They're about to be Valentine's Day presents. They're about to Perfect. be belated Valentine's Day presents. Valentine's Day is over. Belated, dog. <laughs> Happy early Easter. Happy. <laughs> yeah, what's the next thing? St. Patrick's my, Day. My Patrick's girlfriend's Day. also going to get the same belated Valentine's Day. <laughs> oh. Yeah. No. Uh, also with us is... Mega Star Mark, the king of all dinosaur fans. How are you? Oh, good. How are you? I've been looking forward to this one, Ryan. Let me tell you. This is very uh, excited. This has been a long time coming. You, uh, like in the first episode, you said you couldn't wait for this day. And yeah. it's here. It's finally Actually, arrived. If you notice what Greg sent me for Christmas, I have them right here the dinosaur pop figures. I oh. got Robbie, yeah. I got Charlene, and I got Earl. See? They're going to be guiding us through TGIF. From here on in. So. My goodness. I didn't Merry even know Christmas. they made those. For May Earl bless me. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to have to get you a present for your background because my background is all Mark Gifts. X-Pac. Uh, X-Pac. <laughs> yeah. um, that thing is the uh, look, the first thing I saw. Like my eyes were glued to the X-Pac drawing. It's terrifying. Is there a guy who does all those? Like crappy drawings? Or are you doing those? No, no, no. So on Etsy, there was a guy. He literally had. That was the name of his Etsy store was crappy drawings of wrestlers. That was the <sighs> whole thing. And he didn't have Xbox, but at the time, I think we were on a weird Xbox, you know, kick for the podcast. So I asked him to do that one. He said, yeah, no problem, man. And then the other thing that Greg has, is that on the screen? My wife drew Demon, Demon King. Yeah, but he saw it. Oh, I yeah. showed him earlier. Not, not Demon King. Demon, uh, Kiss Demon. Just yeah. the Demon. Yeah. Your right. wife drew that. That's My wife right. drew that one. <laughs> and she awesome. drew it. I was telling him during the podcast, she drew that in like an hour. I'm like, here's what I want. And I wanted to say bleh. And she's like, yeah, no, no problem. You talentless hack. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Like, it nailed it. It was just perfect. Yeah. Fantastic. Very talented. I don't know what she's doing wasting her time with me, but she's very, very talented. So, yeah, Dinosaurs is is your bag, Mark. It sure is. Sure is. I was very, I, I was excited to have it on Disney plus. Um, you already ex- owned it though, right? Yeah. I had it on DVD, but they actually put it on in logical order on Disney plus where like the season four, fin- the last episode of the series is the one they intended. That's not how it aired. The, mm. the horrible one, which we won't even, we won't get into cause we'll, we'll do an episode. I'm sure about down finales. The, yeah, down the line. We'll right, get down into the line. That. But uh, it's very infamous, the last episode of Dinosaurs, and that on Disney Plus is the last episode. In real world, that aired, like, episode three, season four, and then it just continued afterwards. They aired the rest of them right after it and acted like nothing happened. That's, that's well, fantastic. Like a, like a so, theme? like, Fox decided, like, that's too fucked up. We're going we're gonna to move that to right. three? 
Right. And it just happen. it never it never had an ending if you watched it chronologically if you watched it you know when it aired it just ended on some random episode and then they never brought it back for season five uh, but if you watched the way it was intended and the way Henson production intended it to end it ended interestingly <laughs> so. yeah in that in that crazy ending yep so dinosaurs aired from ninety one to ninety four um, the number one question I had about this was why why did this happen yeah. That's the first thing I thought of. I watched these episodes last weekend and I'm like, why did they do this? Like yeah. what, what caused this? Like it's a fine show, but what the hell <laughs> made them the, think about this? It was apparently, and I, cause on the, on the DVD, they have a, they have a lot of really in, interesting insight with like the actors who did the voices and the actors who were in the suits, obviously right. different people. And then mm-hmm. they did a whole series of interviews with Henson production and um, Brian Henson, the son of Jim Henson was right. the one who spearheaded this and had float. I guess Jim Henson had this idea in the eighties and they just couldn't make it work. Like the money wasn't there. The technology wasn't there. They just couldn't do it. And he kept like badgering and badgering and badgering until they finally greenlit the show. Uh, And a big problem with the show, and we'll talk about during these episodes is it was so expensive to make this. You can see when you're watching this, like the facial animations and the amount of effort and time they put into it so hard to keep the money going. So the the show would have had, I I can't even imagine how it would have been profitable. Like, I right. really can't. So it was it was designed to be short lived. Kind of surprised it even made it to four seasons, to be honest. So the uh, New York Times clipping that I found said just this: mm-hmm. exactly what you said. Jim Henson conceived the show in 1988. He wanted a sitcom about a family of dinosaurs, but it really wasn't possible until the success of The Simpsons, according to mm-hmm. Alex Rockwell vice president of Henson organization. Everyone thought it was a crazy idea. Quote, quote from <laughs> quote from Alex, Jim Henson died before this happened. Right. 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 It was very, it was around the same time. Cause I think Jim Henson, I think one of the last things he was involved in was like the Muppet Christmas Carol, uh, okay. in terms of like had his hands on it. Um, and that yeah. was around this time too. Cause that, that whole movie was dedicated to him. So, right. um, yeah, it would have been around the same time. I'm guessing his son picked up the mantle and was like, we're making yeah. right you know no matter what we're gonna give it a shot so right co-produced another interesting fact co-produced by the henson family and michael jacobs yes who is the guy who created boy meets world <laughs> oh all right and you kind of can tell a little bit with the mm-hmm. breaking of the fourth wall and some of the pop culture references that happen like he had a he always had pop culture stuff in boy meets world as we've discussed Mm-hmm. And they've got the, a lot of parodies of stuff going on. Ninja Turtles, we've talked about that. Um, MTV being DTV. There's some other ones in there, too. Um, uh, there's the Superman stuff, obviously, in yep. one of these episodes. Mr. Yeah. Wizard, I always remember that one. Uh, yeah, there's yeah. there's even some fun voice actors in there and like yeah. guest stars, um, which we uh, will get into. But uh, yeah, Michael Jacobs. I was surprised, but then not surprised when I learned that. Like, oh, of course, oh, yeah. that makes total sense that he would do this. It is weird though. Like chronologically, he probably like wrapped up dinosaurs. Like, all right, what's next? <laughs> kind of, yeah. Get, get me a Savage Brother. <laughs> I think we need to talk about the Muppets a little bit. Sure. You know, of the Henson stuff. What are your Muppets connections? I guess. Uh, what do you think about the Muppets? 
I like, I mean, my, one of my weirdest memories growing up was watching the Muppet Babies cartoon show, which did not oh, have yeah. to do with, you know, that's a very, uh, it had really nothing to do with the Muppets other than like the same characters, but like, even, right. like you know, it was all not even the same and not even the same voices. And no, stuff, no, like. no. Howie Mandel, I think, was involved because, you know, it was the 80s. <laughs> he had to get a paycheck somewhere. Um, but I, li- I I was it was too young for like the Muppet show. It was on. I remember my dad watched it. And I didn't. I don't think I quite got it until I was older. I didn't quite understand like why is Luke Skywalker hanging out with Kermit? Like I didn't. I didn't process right. it at the time. Right. Looking back on it, it is a great like snapshot of that era. Like like that kind of like early '80s, late '70s look and desire of these. Like a lot of the celebrities on there. It was well done. It was very creative. Yeah. Um, and I kind of touched on it earlier. I love Muppet Christmas Carol. It's one of my favorite Christmas. We talked about Christmas movies in the Christmas episode. That's one yeah. that's up there. Love it. Really, really well done. Um, even like the Muppet movies, like the Muppet, uh, the one where they're in New York City and the Studebaker or whatever, or the bug or whatever it is. That's funny. Yeah. Um, f- positive memories. Positive memories. I honestly don't have much history with them. The They've sort of existed in my periphery my entire life. Mm. Um, the only like firsthand experience I have are the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movies, which are some of my favorite movies of all time. <laughs> um, yeah. Absolutely. I, I just love them. Um, and then, I mean, still probably my favorite attraction at Disney is the Muppet Vision 3D. That is awesome. Um, uh, yeah. I Absolutely. think that's nearly perfect, yeah. honestly. Um, it's like 20 minutes and the whole thing's great. And it's just, uh, I love it. Um, but yeah, other than that, like, I don't, I don't remember ever seeing a Muppet movie when I was a kid. Um, I don't remember the Muppet show very much. The, there were a lot of things with Muppets in them, or I don't even know if they were actually Muppets, but w- they scared the shit out of me. You know, I think about like a never-ending story <laughs> and Labyrinth. Labyrinth, and all this yeah, shit. That's, right, right. that's the big one. Um, yeah. I do What's... vaguely remember enjoying Fraggle Rock. Yep. Oh, yeah. That's, that that's Muppets. Um, that's Muppets. Yeah. Muppets. Yeah. And yeah. then I actually, I thought the new Muppet movie with that Jason Siegel wrote was pretty good. Mm-hmm. And I actually thought the sequel was really good. Wow, nobody saw that. No, I never saw it either. I saw the one. Yeah, yeah. It's. I think it's great. I think it's better than the other new one. But I like the other new one. I thought that was fine. I mean, for what it was, fine. Yeah, right. Um, I thought it tried a little hard. It was like this is something the Muppets would do, but not actually like. uh, It was like a Muppet parody at points. Yeah. Rather than a real Muppet movie, and it's hard to, I don't know, it's hard to distinguish. But that movie has some awesome songs in it, though. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Right. Because Flight of the Concords wrote them, right? Or yeah, one of the Flight uh, of the Brett, Brett McKenzie wrote all yeah. the songs. And the, was it Muppet of a Man? Yeah, that's <laughs> a good song. one. That's yeah, a yeah. great song. I kind of agree. I'm in the middle, I guess. I love the Muppets, but I, don't rem- I can't point to a specific thing. Like, they were just always around. I'm probably not. Like, I probably don't remember. The Muppet Show is coming on Disney Plus in March oh, or cool. something like that. So I'm interested to rewatch it and see, like, did I actually watch this stuff or not? I remember the Christmas Carol. I watch that all the time now, too. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, they kind of disappeared. And, and that Jason Siegel thing is kind of funny because was it Forgetting Sarah Marshall that he did the thing? With yeah, the- he has. The yeah, vampire, the vampire Puppet Muppets musical, yeah. yeah, right. And then like the Muppet people saw that and they're like, "Great, right? Like, bring us back." And he brought, he did bring them yeah. back. Like, it's kind of crazy that he wrote that and put it all together. But I'm I'm interested to see like what I actually remember from the Muppets. But I like Muppet Babies and all that mm-hmm. stuff. I remember all that stuff. 
going into the dinosaur thing, you talked about the exp- how expensive it was, Mark. Um, mm-hmm. They also moved. Apparently, they moved time slots a lot, and we've already talked in the past. They moved channels. They moved yep. off off TGIF. Was that in season three? That was the last season, season just, four. Just the final season. Yeah, okay. and actually, it aired on. They did have it for a while. Like I think the first part actually aired. I can't remember what happened. I think they shared parts of season four. Okay. So it was it was weird. It was a very you're right. It skipped around a lot. So, according to what I saw, it was popular and a hit, yeah. but because it kept moving around and because it was so expensive, that doomed it, basically, to not yep. be a lot around for a long time. But people liked it then, and people fucking love this shit now. So I looked this up. Currently on Rotten Tomatoes, it's at 93, I think it goes by seasons. Certain seasons are in in the upper 90s, 90% on Rotten Tomatoes. And one of them, I think, has 100%. Wow. Crazy. (laughs) This is insane. Insane. And there was an article. Black Panther good. There you go. There's an article written, like, I want to say this year or last year about dinosaurs and how amazing it is. Yeah because of the topics that they touch on and how advanced they were, like some of this stuff, which we'll get into some of it, but like some of the political topics that they make jokes about are super relevant now. Absolutely. I was amazed when I rewatched it, when I got the DVD set, how, cause I hadn't seen it since it aired. So there's like a, probably like a 15 year gap in between from when it aired to, to now. And I remember like always bits and pieces and really enjoying it. And how just rel- a very progressive it was on almost mm-hmm. every aspect of environment. It was very environment, you know, big on the environment, very big on like uh, women's rights was like a big part right. of that too. Corporations, um, corporate, like anti-corporation, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, like bucking tradition. That was a big part of it. And one thing too, and I, I think I'm just trying to go back to when I was watching it as a kid. You sit down in front of TGIF, right? There's the fucking Full House you know snoozathon on it right there and then you have family matters family matters is good we like that family matters right. is good and then dinosaurs though and it's such it's so different yeah i mean it's so different from anything else on tv at the time you almost had to watch it just because like wow this is so strange there's nothing like this ever on tv or before let me see what it's like so i think that's why ryan you mentioned like how popular it was at the time i think it was a lot of it was curiosity like wow yeah. this is different i've never seen anything like this happen so yeah so let's quickly before we get into the episodes talk about our connections now mark we'll save you for last because you obviously have the major connection to this i'll start i'll go to you greg next i watched this show i definitely watched it i remember nothing about it like rewatching it i obviously nothing i it like there's no connection for it i remember watching it i remember the baby i remember him hitting earl and that's about it so I have almost no connection to it. Like, I remember none of the episodes, unlike the other shows of TGIF, where I'm like, oh, yeah, of course, I remember this. And I remember Stephanie driving through the fucking house and this and that, you know, all those stupid things, all those weird knowledge. But I have none of this for dinosaurs for some reason. And I can't tell why. I'm going to guess it's because some of the adult themes did not connect with me as a kid, that I was missing these jokes. And now when I'm watching, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's great. That's hilarious. And I totally get it. Like the bra versus tail thing, like mm-hmm. the boobs and tail thing did not, would never have gotten that as a, you know, a kid when this right. was on, but I remember it. I remember the theme song and then I remember the baby, but that's about it. But what about you, Greg? What about 
your connection. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, almost verbatim. Yeah. Um, I remember the baby. I remember him hitting Earl. I remember the boss, but I don't remember, <laughs> like, I couldn't tell you. I was even surprised today when I found out what Earl did. Um, right. Like, the second episode, I was like, oh, shit, that's what he's doing? <laughs> I, for some reason, I assumed... Right. I kind of remember him wearing the hard hat, but yeah, I don't this, remember anything else. The The core of this show is so similar to the Flintstones for me. I assumed he worked at a rock quarry. Yeah. Right. Um, but yes, I also, I literally could not tell you a single episode of this, whereas all these other shows resonate with me. I can, I can rattle off a dozen Perfect Strangers, a dozen Boy Meets World, all that stuff. What I suspect is that this was most likely not syndicated. Right. Whereas it's weird because I probably caught I definitely know Perfect Strangers was syndicated. I know right. some Boy Meets World was, I know Full House was. I could catch those shows at other times later on. I, I don't think this was rewatching them, but according to what I read, this was on Disney Channel back in the nineties. Hmm. Re- oh, replayed on Disney. That. Right. Replayed on the- Disney Channel, which I don't think I had either. Me until, either. Until cable in this area got it, which was later in my I was like 16, I think, or 14 when it came in. When Disney Channel used to still cost extra. It was like right. similar to HBO. Right. And there was, like, there was definitely cable. a cutoff because like, that's when like even Stevens and all that shit mm-hmm. showed up. And that's when I remember having it as a kid. Mm-hmm. Right. Or a younger person. I don't know. Not as a kid. But yeah, apparently it was in syndication for a while, but I don't remember hmm. that. Yeah, um, yeah but I, I, if it that was just on it. Disney, I didn't get it. Um, so I right. definitely watched it the first time it was on and then never again. Mm-hmm, um, yeah. And I think you are also correct. Like this show, I mean, you know, as easy as not a parent to say, I don't know how you regulate what media your kids consume or not. You guys have more experience than me. I don't know if I would show this show to a, like a kid kid. Yeah. Um, it's goofy for sure, but either, either I would venture to say it's relatively inappropriate or not going to resonate with them. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe it just didn't con- like the jokes didn't fall when I was when yeah. this came out. I was what six. And on top <laughs> of that, as we'll get into a little bit I'm missing some of these jokes that I should have been catching. <laughs> um, the themes are pretty dark, right? Like the episode where they're watching, you know, the parody of like a boxing fight or something. Like, oh yeah, a, the guy dies. A dinosaur, yeah, dinosaur gets his throat ripped out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like he's concerned that his girlfriend's going to eat him. The the those are not kid themes, I don't think. Right, but who knows? I, before we get to Mark, I have one other question because I had this. There's definitely this in my world or whatever. There's like there's like a cutoff of like kid, 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 turtles, you know, sunshine and rainbows, farting, GI Joes, America's great, and then like not like let's go for the most fucked up shit like i'm gonna go to the video store and get try to sneak in some crazy ass shit but i think this falls in the category of like i'm a dumb kid who just wants to fuck around like i haven't figured out that i can get mortal Kombat yet or whatever (laughs) like whatever the cutoff was i think this was before that for me like i was just a like a happy little weird kid who liked watching optimus prime and then eventually like if i was a little bit older and i had found this then i would have found like ooh, they're talking about this stuff and i know what this is and maybe i would have like connected with them more i don't know if that's wrong or not though but 
No, I mean, it makes sense. I mean, I am a little bit older. So like I was, right. uh, you know, and, and when I look back on it, I always remember like this, the Simpsons and the critic, those were like the three, not um, two animated in one puppet uh, show that I really <laughs> liked the most. And right. they were all kind of had a little bit of an edge to them all skewed. Like you could watch them at, at a younger age, but they also had like kind of a, uh, a an adult slant to them as well. Um, and I remember always watching it with my dad. And sometimes I look back on those things. I'm like, did I find them funny or did I just laugh because my dad laughed? And I'm like, okay, that's funny. And mm-hmm. then I come back and watch it later. I'm like, oh, now I get it. But, you know, growing up like that, like, I think also to talk about this, you know, we mentioned not being, well, it was on syndication, but on Disney, which a lot of us didn't have. Right. I think it really, we talked about it too. It was only on for four seasons. And, you know, it's it very, that's, a, that's kind of a blip when it comes to TV, like rememberable TV. Um, you know, you're going to have shows that people like Firefly, people like flock to after only like a couple episodes, but um, in Revere. But like, I think this is also just, it wasn't there long enough. People were like, hey, you remember when that pink baby hit Earl or hit the other dinosaurs? Eh, that was funny. What happened to that show? I don't know. Right. And so, like, sometimes you have to go back and you have to watch it again. But I think, like I said, I look back on it. I always remember sitting there with my brother, with my dad, watching it finding it hysterical and then going right to the Simpsons, going right to the critic, like I said. And um, I don't know. It's like a nostalgia thing for me, like I said. So I was very right. happy to see this back and I'm happy to talk about it with you guys. My parents wouldn't let me watch the Simpsons when I was yeah, growing I mean, up. I feel like mine didn't either. I've, yeah. I've, I've been only, only after this show. It's funny. Cause uh, I'll be at parties or something and we have some mutual friends and they'll, they'll say some Simpsons quote jokes uh, Mike Kelly being one, and he'll, yeah. uh, he'll he drop some Simpson quote, quote sure and I'm just like, sorry, man. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember. I'd I don't, like to keep I've up. seen some quote. I've seen some Simpsons, but uh, so I've begun uh, since I started the show and we started talking about it. I'm like, I uh, I'm watching the Simpsons a little bit here and there, and nice. um, I can see why these two shows fit together so perfectly. Mm-hmm. That block, like it's almost like this show should have been on Fox. Yeah, right. The whole time. Yeah, thinking about it now, I feel like if my parents were paying more attention, like they were probably like, TJ, yeah, Falky, he's fine. Mm-hmm. Like, let's just put him in front of the TV and go. If right. they were paying a little bit more attention, they might not have let me watch this also. It's hidden beneath the goofy dinosaur. For like sure. a lot of this stuff right. is hidden beneath the goofy dinosaur gimmick. And the episodes that we watched, you know, those weren't even like the most controversial episodes. There's a oh, whole, right. like a, there's like a two part series where they actually go to war Earl and, and Robbie get drafted and they go fight another, like another country, you know, and there's other, there's like a lot of other like episodes that I could have picked, but I picked these just because, well, we'll get to it, but they're all centric all right. on an, on a, on a character. So, okay. So let's start with the episodes. Then. I think we're ready. Yeah, let's do it. Starting with episode about, I'm, I'm guessing we're going to start with Earl. I'm going with the yeah. formula that you, before mm-hmm. we go, Mark curated all this. Mark picked these episodes for specific reasons. You can talk about them, but they're for each character. So we're going to start on Earl, the main character, I guess. He's more of a main character than Baby, I think. He definitely is. He absolutely is the main character. Season four, episode two, Earl, don't be a hero. Earl falls into a toxic waste site and develops superpowers. happens yeah we need to talk about the theme song i know we're gonna do a show on theme songs maybe sooner rather than later but let's briefly talk about how excellent this seems theme song oh very good yeah the scary dinosaur trudging through the forest and then he opens the door and it's goofy (laughs) the goofy music right 
and uh, the honey on home and all that. Fantastic. I just love that they pan up and he's just wearing like red flannel. Like that to me, I remember as a yeah. kid, that was funny. Just you're like, oh, it's a guy. <laughs> you know? It's just a guy. It's a the dude. Hell? Yeah. And he's this... overweight and it's just like, it's, it's funny. It's just, you know, hits yep. all the, the sitcom, you know, boxes there. This theme song has the most Muppet DNA to me. Oh, yeah. Like Muppet. this yeah. feel, the rest of the show, I don't, I don't, doesn't really resonate as Muppets, but boy, is, is this a Muppet ass song? Yeah. I will hum this song to this day at work. If I'm just doing like mindless work, I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only way he can type. Yeah, that's it. I can't do anything else. <laughs> it has to be a theme song. That's it. Or else I'm not going anywhere. Uh, all right. So this episode starts out with a video of Captain Action Figure, which is funny because this aired in 94. Mm-hmm. So we've literally just about to end the action figure era of like Ninja Turtles and Transformers and G.I. Joe and all that stuff. Captain Action Figure, a TV show designed to get kids to ask their moms and dads to buy them toys, which is literally the childhood we grew up in. (laughs) Uh, I mean, I'm literally surrounded by these toys. That's a complete inbox metalhead behind me that's that's original the <laughs> that whole thing is just our whole childhood like yeah shows that this is my actual lunchbox from when i was in third grade oh i have it um i have that lunchbox exactly yeah. next to me. <laughs> right next to me in a box i have that still um but yeah this is our entire <laughs> childhood <laughs> toys that you get your parents to buy for you very funny line. Uh, question your mother's love if she chooses not to buy you one. <laughs> Earl is now been promoted. Earlier, we in the earlier episodes that we're going to do, we see Earl is a tree pusher. That's his job. But now he has been promoted to toxic waste dump supervisor. And this this pans out when it comes to the finale, right? Yes, it like does. Him dumping yes. this waste in this episode is what causes global one of the wow. many things in fact actually a lot of the stuff that happened even but in season three season four like two that we say so does comes back in the last episode they reference all of it okay that's fun he's mad that no one gives a shit because he's been a tree pusher for his entire life and now he finally got a promotion and no one in the family cares at all <laughs> especially baby no and so he shuts off the tv in anger to try to explain why it's a big deal that he got a promotion Nobody cares. So back at work, Earl is at his new job dumping toxic goo into a lake or a reservoir or whatever. Yeah. And he's while he's doing this, he's talking about how his kids used to swim there or something like that. <laughs> oh, I have nice memories of where my kids used to swim here. Let me dump this goop in there. He's very excited that he has a hat, like a supervisor hat or something. Yeah. And Roy kind of like poo-poos it or something. I can't remember exactly. So he throws his own hat into the toxic goo lake. And then Roy's like, no, you should probably go get that. So he dives in after it to retrieve this very important uh, hat helmet comes out glowing because he dumped in, jumped into toxic goo. And now he has the ability to fly, (laughs) which is fantastic. And he has other powers. He has heat vision. And hilariously, he has the ability to guess people's weight, <laughs> which I thought was very funny. 
and they use that quite quite well. They yes, use that quite well. Um, and Roy, Roy is great. Roy's a great character. Oh, he's really good. Who's voicing Roy? He's a famous guy, right? Is I don't know. I don't. I don't oh, remember Roy being the famous. But he, Roy, the actor who does the voice of Roy, does like he's kind of like Hank Azaria in The Simpsons. Does oh, like everybody. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, he's not. David Greenaway is his name. Yeah. Oh. Um, we'll we'll get back to him. Um, so he decides. Roy basically convinces him he needs. He's a superhero. He needs to fight for good, truth, justice, and the Pangean way. <laughs> Because they live on Pangaea, the one where the continents are all mushed together before they separate. So he just, I can't remember how, maybe you can enlighten me. He comes with the name Captain Impressive as his superhero name. <laughs> just funny. He says he wants to impress his kid. So that's and, why. Captain and Roy Impressive. says, how about Captain Impressive? Which, I, yeah. which actually got a good laugh out of me just because how simple it is. Like That's a very <laughs> funny joke. There's a lot of... There's a lot of uh, other, like, we've got the stickers for the Teenage Mutant Ninja Cavemen. Like, there's a lot of other Etsy fodder here that has to be, oh, God, yeah. like, mined, right? Like, there's there's definitely Super Earl shit that has to exist. <laughs> yeah. I'm amazed. Well, we'll get to it, but they have an action figure later of Earl, and yeah. I'm amazed at the quality of that. <laughs> I'm like, right. there's no way that couldn't have been mass produced. That's got to be out there somewhere. We see Captain Impressive stop a bank robbery. Mm-hmm. We see him save the Earth from a meteor, which is kind of interesting because yeah. you said what season four, episode three, the finale happens. Yep, so, right. <laughs> like the next episode. Well, he deflected the the major one, and then another catastrophe happens. But you know, right. so he saves the Earth from a uh, meteor, which is kind of crazy considering what happens at the end of the show. Yeah. So because of all this, he's always late for dinner, and. uh the family's upset that he's not there and he can't explain why because Roy says like you can't tell baby to impress him because eventually it's going to bite you in the ass when you're a superhero you can't reveal like your family because they're going to be in trouble or something like that yeah it's just like a spider-man kind of thing <laughs> so baby likes captain impressive way more than captain action figure now so but earl is like He's handcuffed. He can't brag about it. Also, very funny. Roy says, you can never bathe again because if you have a, if you bathe, you'll wash off the toxic goo, which gives you the superpower. So you can never bathe again, which Earl's like, okay, good, good. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm very excited about it. I, I never have to bathe again. Um, so this, all the superhero talk, we try to inject some of our own our own uh, personalities and what we, what we like and don't like you have a superhero of choice or super uh, comics or anything like that. I'm sure you do. If superheroes you like, this is obviously oh, yeah. all based on Superman, which I like the Superman movies as a kid, but I don't, mm-hmm. don't care about Superman now anymore. But what do you guys think? Got any super? I mean, I literally own a comic store. I know. So I know this is a, like an, an impossible question, but <laughs> right. you can give me yeah. one or two. no. It's it's actually quite easy. I'm a Spider-Man guy. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I always have been. Uh, and then X-Men are second, and then Batman would be third. But yeah, I've I've just I, I think I think Peter Parker is probably the best superhero character. He might not be the best superhero. He's certainly not the most powerful, but. Right. Uh, they intentionally wrote him as like a as a kid first and a superhero second, right? And I think that's just why he, I think that's why he has the most in depth 
out of costume character. And I think it's why it resonates with the most people because I, I feel like if you polled people, I think most people would say Spider-Man was their favorite. Yeah, yeah no doubt. And they, they always say like, you know, you could take a Peter, you could make a Peter Parker comic book and it would be just as fun as like a Spider-Man. Like he never right. even puts on the costume, just him going about his life. And I think that's interesting things. So that's, uh, he's up there with me. Um, X-Men mm. are, were my thing. I mean, I yeah. love the comic books. I love the animated show when it was on. Uh, I particularly like, and I still do like the character of Magneto, um, both as a villain and a hero. I think there's a lot of depth mm. there with his me character, too. which when Claremont got a hold of him uh, in like the seventies and the eighties, he really turned him into like a deep character. Not just evil for the sake of evil. I hate that shit. So, right. yeah. Let me throw this out there, and you cut this if you have to. Uh, if you're not watching WandaVision, you should be. Oh, it's tremendous. I love it. It is it's, easily I, I my favorite it. piece of Marvel media. So good. Uh, and it's not even close. Nope. So I, 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 I wanted to talk about this, so I, I think we, it totally works for this show sure. and i wanted to talk about it anyway but it's like um we're Tune in for the wandavision podcast i think we're all tv nerds based on the yeah. fact that this stuff is happening and that like when they took this swing of like we're gonna do dick fucking van dyke yeah like no and nothing we're gonna put marvel jokes in there but it's dick van dyke show that's what it is right the first episode and it's like as a tv goof nerd who watches all this crap and likes dick van dyke show and has like a weird thing about that kind of stuff it's like i loved it i absolutely loved it like i love that they didn't get into the bullshit of like the snap and all this other crap like just have a funny show where paul bettany can do weird jokes as fake vision (laughs) and and it's literally looks exactly like dick van dyke show and it's awesome yeah, I, I loved it. it. I loved yeah, it. And I, am, I, I know I, don't like it because they <laughs> don't get what's happening and can't mm-hmm. sit still. We've it's a wild swing. We've yeah. turned people into like, it is a wild swing. So I get it if you're like, I'm turned off. I don't get it. But it's like, they're taking a, a chance on something. They're actually doing something like completely unique. Not unique because it's shows we've seen before, but it's like a unique big swing for this kind of environment and it totally works with what those characters are doing i i just love it all and they're such good parodies because they're oh, not yeah. they're great I mean, maybe not even parody is the right word because i think they're too sincere to be a parody that's exactly right um, exactly they're almost like homage. love stories oh yeah yes. two, love letters genre. to those right. shows yes. Yes. it's so well done um so um, yeah i'm so yeah. a thousand percent on board with this show so that is the only show that my wife and my daughter and me will watch together that's we we all get down with Friday night after I get home from work. We usually do grocery shopping. We'll come back and we'll watch that show all together as a family. And yeah. it's funny because my daughter, she's 14. She doesn't know Paul Bettany as anything other than vision. And so she finds right. him hysterical. She's like, I can't believe he's that funny. I'm like, to me, like, I remember him it's in hilarious. Next Tale where he was very funny in that. And like yeah. all the, a lot of the other, like the British comedy stuff that he did, he's so good. So it's, I'm glad yeah, he great. actually is able to, you know, kind of get that side of him again uh, for another generation of people who don't know that actor. Um, and this show totally relates to the the, the TJF pod yeah, because right. Elizabeth Olsen is the right. Olsen twins' oh my God. younger sister. Full circle. How great was it on that Growing Pains one, the '80s uh, parody one, where they had the beginning and they had her like chase after him on a blanket yeah, and have a yeah. picnic, like as they a did nod, a Full House, the Full House. Yeah, they did a Full House almost intro. Yeah, exactly. like, it was great. Very. I know very we make fun, we make fun of Full House, but like that show literally relates to the show. I think it's great. A lot of people. 
Don't love when it. They, when they showed it, like the younger pictures of them throughout the age, and they're right. their actual younger pictures. Sure. She looked. I mean, I know it's her <laughs> actual sisters, but god damn, she looks just yeah. like her yeah. Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen. Like right. just like them. So yeah. and just you know, before we move on, uh right. I'm so thoroughly impressed by these two Disney Plus shows. Um, between the Mandalorian and WandaVision. Oh, yeah. Both of them are love are, both of them. Are what I've always wanted. You know, yep. I, I like God damn, I love Mandalorian. <laughs> so good. I do too. Oh I, good. I was real lukewarm on the first season, but second season I really came around. Yeah. Um another one I where like, it's like a I slow like, burn though. Yeah. I like small bites, you know. This WandaVision feels like a comic arc to me. It feels like a four issue right. arc. Yeah, right. Um, right. And I it's like liter- it is literally a fucking comic book because yeah. the what is that storyline where um what's her face? House of, kill all- House of M. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. She wants to kill probably all my probably my favorite. That's basically what this that's right. what this is, right? Yeah. Yep. Kind of. We don't yep. know what the end to an is. extent, right? We don't know what's causing it. In this, it might get a spin on the end, but yeah, right. right. But it's kind of that, yeah. So and anyway, I'm, I'm sorry to pull us off topic. No, I think it's fine. Absolutely, I, I agree with you. And there, what was that article everyone was freaking out about? About the, uh, did you see that on Twitter? I I get involved in these doom scrolling things. But, oh, for sure, it's like um, there was an article somebody put out about uh, the the how bad it was and why is it one episode per week and da da da. da. It's like. Wow, we yeah. have lost our yeah. way. Yeah. Seriously, <laughs> especially with TV, like we have no idea of what it used to be like in TGIF days. With you only had one dinosaurs episode per week, and then you were done. Like, that ruined me. What are these people? I mean, everybody went Gaga for Game of Thrones. That was a episodic, weekly episodic show. The, right, the biggest show in television history ended a year ago, and we've already forgotten what it's like to have to wait a week. Yeah, apparently, right. apparently. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good tangent. Back it to was. dinosaurs. Uh, Ridgefield, the boss. Uh, My what, favorite character, by the way. What is the name of his company again? We Say So. We Say So. Okay, so he runs the corporation We Say So. Earl works for them. Ridgefield sees, they have a feud, obviously, Earl and Ridgefield. He sees him performing heat vision for Roy's lunch, where he's burning it a thing alive which is another <laughs> another like okay this is kind of fucked up uh and he's like oh perfect i'm gonna call him into the office and then he does a funny bit where he's like when you sign a contract to be a, a tree pusher slash toxic waste dumper that meant that any superpowers you have we have the rights to as this corporation yeah, as we say so written in his contract on page nine he's like you told me i didn't have to read that very funny <laughs> so he has to give all his superpowers to this corporation so we see the next scene is him opening a mall <laughs> doing a mall grand opening <laughs> this is hilarious and then he's selling beef sticks in another commercial and this made me laugh uh they're churipic <laughs> yeah. like the little jingles and stuff for it yeah and then robbie who's how old do we think is Robbie is? He's like 15, and, uh, 16. Okay, so he's like 15. And he says that Captain Impressive is sold out. He's at the beck and call of a corporation now, so he's not cool anymore. <laughs> Earl meets with Ridgefield. Ridgefield's like, we're because you're a superhero, we're going to give you a TV show, and we're going to sell these defective toys <laughs> through the ages of 2 to 11. What does it have, like a sharp knife in the middle of it when it breaks yeah. apart? 
one of them is an action figure that has literally just a knife sticking out of it when you take the top <laughs> off. And the other one is what, like a trachea ring or something? Okay, that was like, wow. <laughs> this is hilarious. What a swing. I would never have gotten this as a kid. Uh, trachea plugs. <laughs> <laughs> literally spit almost spit my beer out when i heard that mm-hmm. uh that was hilarious and then so uh we get the tv show which is more of like an infomercial like kind of thing yeah. and it's him and they're trying to sell these dolls and this guy this pitch man is pretty funny the getting on the deal guy yeah right. get in on the deal yeah. he made me laugh um baby calls the show and says hey captain impressive can you sign a trachea plug for me and Earl's like, oh, my God, what the hell have I done? And what a great sentence you just uttered, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> he goes like, okay, I'm going to quit this now. I can't do this anymore. My kid has co- totally been corrupted. So he starts cutting what I would call a promo. But like, uh, like kids don't like this is all fake. Don't do this. And they cut him off and the TV show stops. And then it comes back with the pitch man in Captain Impressive gear being like, get it on the deal. And it's good to completely change characters and just keep going with it. Earl comes back home and he's kind of defeated now that he's not a superhero. So he decides everything's corrupt. I'm going to take that bath. I want to mm-hmm. take that bath and wash off this toxic goo. And when he comes out, he goes to test his powers by guessing Fran's weight. <laughs> and she gets pissed because he gets it very wrong. And she is like, I'm going to bed. And she just bounces. Uh, and then Baby says he doesn't like to play with uh, these toys anymore. But then when Earl leaves the room, he's like, oh, it's Captain Daddy. And Earl's very excited. And then he goes into this thing about parents are superheroes because they work mind numbing jobs to provide for their kids. <laughs> it's very funny. Yeah. Uh, so that's episode one. Yeah. What'd you think? The answer to everything you're going to ask me is I love it. So. <laughs> but the, the reason I picked this one, the re- I'll give you the reason I picked yes. this one. There's a lot of Earl episodes, a lot of them. In fact, I would probably say he's right. probably 70% of these episodes. Uh, this one, I just, I like that he had, it was like an Earl and baby episode, which is not as common. And I like that interaction between him and babies, not just hitting with a frying pan as a one-off joke when there's actually like kind of a, you know, them going over, having some dialogue with each other and exploring that, that relationship a little bit more, uh, like father son stuff. So I picked that one because it was focused on another family member as well. I, I love Mr. Richfield. I think he's so funny. It's the done by, um, voiced by. Oh my God! Um, Ed Asner? No, no. Um, moving on uh, up. Moving on up. Um, Jefferson. Jefferson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy, Mr. Jefferson. Oh. Right. Earl uh, Helmsley. Helmsley. Sherman Helmsley. Sherman Helmsley. There we hey. go. Hel- Hemsley. Hemsley. Uh, sure. Uh, who Hunter is just... Helmsley? <laughs> Earl, oh, uh, get on in here. Uh. <laughs> that would have worked. I knew that would have worked. But he is so like he got that character that that Richfield he character great. he gets it from like the first time you see him he got it and he just he's so funny that relationship is also great between Earl and Richfield Earl's like always cow you know like cowering in anytime Richfield yells at him is very funny to yeah, me yeah he's afraid of him yeah Sherman right Hemsley there we go Sherman Hemsley we yeah. got it so so good there's actually we'll, we'll talk about other people too there's some famous people involved in the show there um are. yeah oh yeah rising yep. Yep. How big are these dinosaurs supposed to be? What do you mean? Like well, physically? So, 
Yeah. So they're like, small for like real dinosaur size. Yeah. But they they also are about the same size, and they say they're thousands of pounds. But we see humans at one point, and they're not. Yeah, they're not. They're like equal they're, size. They're either equal or smaller than real humans. Right. Like you're suspending man. disbelief. <laughs> so, no, I have to. They're, all, they're all supposed to be like seven feet right. tall. Well, they're puppets. What's the deal with these giant dinosaurs? <laughs> what's the deal with these puppets? <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm upset that they didn't make a Seinfeld dinosaurs episode like they should. Yeah. We don't know they didn't. Yeah, I can't there. remember, but <laughs> yeah, um, I think they were. When did Seinfeld come on? I think it was later. Ninety three. In yeah. the middle, in the towards the end of this, so it wasn't popular yet. Uh, all right, moving on. Fran episode. Did we cover everything on that? I feel like we did. Uh, I didn't say. I I thought what this you, episode what, was probably the better, probably the best one we watched. Wow! Spoilers to the top five. Yeah. Oh right, I forgot we did that. Um, I mean, <laughs> sorry, no, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I like, I love, that's one of my favorite. If people we were do, sitting but, yeah. around for the top five, spoiler, <laughs> or do I? <laughs> Um, like, no, it, like if nobody's watching this, if I never edit this, nobody saw the shimmy that you did when he saw, <laughs> and that made me so happy. <laughs> that little shimmy. Um, yeah, I think this is probably my favorite episode, just because I, good. I, it's such good social commentary. Um, and right. I, I think trachea ring is hysterical. Yeah. Holy and shit! With a funny. knife in it. That was and it's funny. also yeah, I mean, it's just such a send up on just like corporate bullshit and how little yeah. they care about real people, which is something right. that resonates with me. Um, I yeah. wouldn't say this episode had the best jokes, but I would say it's the one that held my interest the best throughout. So afterwards, I looked on IMDb, and this one actually, out of all the five I showed you, this is considered to be like one of the top ten dinosaurs episodes, probably top five. Mm. Uh, people really enjoy this one, so that's one of the, I like. I tried to get like ones that were universally liked as well, something that we can enjoy. So. You did a good job. They were very good. Uh, all right, moving on. Fran, the Fran episode. Fran, the wife of Earl. Season two, episode two, unmarried with children. Fran and Earl's marriage license, marriage license, I guess, expires. We begin with the boys hanging out, playing with the boys here. They're hanging out in the living room watching I assume was boxing, but later there's some other language in there that makes me think maybe not, which is dinosaurs fighting. And they talk about the champ and stuff. So that made me think boxing. And then the champ is down, gets his arm bitten off. And Earl has a funny line where he's cheering for the champ and he's like, Here's your other arm. What the hell? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and then a burping contest breaks out. One of those dinosaurs dies, as you said. The champ dies, I'm pretty sure. A burping contest breaks out between all the boys, and they try to get Baby to burp, and then they have to hit him from behind, and he does a crazy burp, which is funny. And then a brontosaurus real estate agent pops in. <laughs> Monica DeVertebrae. <laughs> Jamie laugh. Yep. Monica DeVertebrae is selling a house in the neighborhood, so she popped in to meet uh, Fran and Earl, I guess talk about the neighborhood and charlene and fran are making snacks for the boys who are watching the fight and we find out that monica de vertebrae is divorced and no one understands how this could be <laughs> how would you ever be divorced and she says well i just let my marriage license run out it's not a big deal my husband and i didn't get along so i let my marriage license run out and everyone's like what 
So the girls are very shocked. Earl comes in and does like the full on like misogynist asshole guy. I don't understand why women have power thing. <laughs> he does like a 10 minute diatribe of all the pet peeves of everyone of like, how could you work? Does your husband let you work? Like, are you a real estate agent? You must be a secretary. Like there's all that, all those jokes are in there. Not jokes. I will say this about Thank Earl. You. He has, he has a moment where Monica's there and Fran introduces him. And there's a very relatable moment where he's like, Oh, Hey, what's going on? Like if you get, if you get introduced to like somebody that you kind of are just casually there. And then there's an awkward silence. He's just like, Oh God. Okay. So what do you do? <laughs> I've been there. I relate to that very, very, very He just wants easily. to get back to watching right. the fights. But he has I, to, he's, he's still a polite guy. So he's yeah. like, Oh, uh, what do you do for a living? I have this experience probably 15 times a day. <laughs> I'm so bad I mean, at, I don't, at I don't parties. Know How are you at parties? I'm terrible at parties. I'm off. Oh, I'm miserable. So bad. Like miserable. I, Go to like go to wedding and have to talk to somebody that I barely know. Like uh, I don't know. I'll, um, I'll tell you what my underlying Sorry. issue is. Um, I don't like having inconsequential conversations. Yeah, and the, the what I really run into this problem is when I share a similar interest with somebody, but they like either different aspects of it or they just want to talk about the simple existence of it, like. I love the wire more than air. I will have an in I will have an hour long conversation about any scene in the wire at any moment. Hmm. But sometimes people are just like, Hey, you ever see the wire? I'm like, yeah, I really like that show. And then they just want to talk about like how cool Omar is, <laughs> which is like, so very yeah. small compared. Like, he's great, but it's yeah. a exactly. And tiny that's like part of the everything around me. Like I'm, I'm surrounded. My entire profession is, media essentially or at the very least cursory things i sell games i sell comics all this stuff but if i love this stuff i have an in-depth knowledge and i'm more than willing to engage in an in-depth conversation with you Mm -hmm. but nobody ever wants to do that yeah like hey did you see that yeah did you see an end game yep pretty cool right I guess. Yeah, I guess. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, we could have just stood here in silence and we would have been equally as edified. Yeah. I do this to myself too, which is not good. I need to stop. I need to figure out how to stop, but I'll have these awkward interactions with somebody. I'll go and have an awkward interaction and then I'll ruin my whole night. I'll be like, God damn. And I don't care. It's not that big of a deal. It's like <laughs> the whole night long. I'll be like, God damn it. I'm such a fucking asshole. And, and they probably forgot. Yeah. They forgot and about that me person they talking to you. <laughs> doesn't care at all. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, oh, I feel so bad about what I said. Like, what did I do? I don't know. <laughs> Just an awkward, weird person. Anyway, friend is very confused about Monica getting a divorce. So when her and Earl are in bed, she like rolls over and is like, what do you think about Monica Earl? Like, like, give me your honest opinion. And Earl's like, come on, it's Thursday. Let's do our Thursday <laughs> dinosaur sex things. <laughs> it's our day of the week. It's my day of the week to get what I want. <laughs> like, Oh my God. Which is a joke that you would never get as a kid. <laughs> yeah. It's very, very step really, by step. That's, yeah. that's, that's, that's like a step by step joke. Sentiment, but also very relatable. 
Yeah. It's so oh, yeah. real. Yep. So real. You're like, it's I Thursday. definitely thought you implied something was going to happen tonight. <laughs> right. And Come we're on. definitely talking about the curtains instead. Yeah. yeah That's why? why both of us are awake right now. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm waiting because it's Thursday. <laughs> God damn it. It's my night of the week. So he has nothing. He has nothing to say about it. He's just like, I don't care about Monica. <laughs> I want Thursday. They're going to get Dino busy, but it doesn't work out because Earl is such a asshole again. And Fran is like, nope, rolling over, done. So uh, I want. I would like to I, again. I will. I'm. I'm going to say that what Earl is doing is, by current standards, very is bad. Yeah. But I also feel like we have to defend him here a little bit. Because quite obviously in this society, the idea of an independent woman right. just does not exist. It is right. the Archie Bunker syndrome where you, you forgive what he is he does because he's an idiot. Like, you know right. that's the way he was brought up, and you know he doesn't know any better, so that's why it's funny. Same with Earl. Like, he just doesn't know any better. He's old-fashioned like that, so you can't blame yeah. him. He's not an asshole. He's just dumb. You know, he's just Ignorant. uneducated. Yeah, right, yeah, right. right. And we kind of – it kind of pans out that way by the time we get to the end. Yeah. Before we move on, while we're on a tangent, I want to talk about Jessica Walter real mm-hmm. quick. She is the I'm voice. Glad of, you brought her up. Yep. She's the voice of Fran. Oh, yep. I didn't know that. That's oh, great. Yeah. And she is amazing. She is so good. One of my favorite television shows of all time is Arrested Development. Uh, the first, so the first, funny. The first three seasons, not the, the fourth. First two whatever. and a half seasons. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. She is so goddamn funny on that show. Especially the my favorite thing she did on there was um, my favorite thing on the show was Jean Parmesan. <laughs> if you know, like me, all of my screen names for a long time were Jean Parmesan. Yeah, because it was if my you, favorite thing that happened. The uh, what was he like a secret agent or whatever? Not a secret a agent. Private detective. Private detective. Yeah. Right, and it was whoever was played by that guy's funny. And Martin Mull was who he would him continuously right. surprise her, and she was going. Gee! <laughs> and it was one of my favorite things on the show. So I love Jessica Walter. Plus, she's an archer. Arch, she's Archer's mom. Yeah, very, right. very funny in Archer. And there's a, plenty of other stuff. She's had quite the career. Amazing, right? amazing she, stuff. She's she probably have... the the a character I quote the most from Arrested Development. Yeah. Right. So uh, the other one is go see a Star Wars. That's one of my favorite oh, things. Yeah, right. Where she How much throws, does it cost? Yeah, she throws that's... the money to uh, <laughs> the one brother, and he's like, "Go see a Star Wars or something." Yeah, right. <laughs> I love that. She is so funny on that show. So yep. very good. So I was very surprised because it's, it's a younger voice. You know, it's hard to tell yeah. a little bit. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm. It's amazing that she's been working as steadily as she has for so long. And a lot of it is, you know, she obviously with rest of development was live action, but she did Archer, which has gone for hundred plus episodes right. and she did voices there. She's a great voice actress. Very, very good. Yeah. She's great. Yeah. So funny. Oh my God. Some of the funniest, when I was thinking about her, some of the, my favorite things from rest of development are yep. all from her. Yep, crazy. Right. She's great. Earl and Fran talk about the marriage license. Then you got to, they got to go down to renew it. So they go to the, they got to go down to the marriage license place. But Earl's like, I know exactly where the license is. Cause Fran can't find it, which is, this is funny, very relatable thing in my life. Where's the birth certificate? Where is this? Yeah, right. that? Biggest fight in my house ever is where's the paper that you are supposed to handle. And I'm, I don't know where it is. So he goes, <laughs> Let me go to this sacred shelf of documents yeah. <laughs> to find it because that's where everything is, which made me laugh because yep. I have a sacred I uh, do too. more of <laughs> <Yeah>. documents. <laughs> and the, the thing I need is never in there or I can yeah. never find it. 
Um, so he looks there and can't find it. But it turns out he used the marriage license to prop up the leg of the TV, which is a funny bit because he, at the time where he discovers this, he's talking about how important the marriage license is and it's so important, you kids, come on. And she's like, Ren's like, you, it's, you prop the TV up with it. What the hell? <laughs> Very funny. Uh, and they find out the license ex- is expired, of course. So they have to go down to the marriage license office to renew it. And Earl has to go through this. Te- they have this test, which is very, very funny. It's oh to pick God. Fran out of a lineup first, and he can't do it. <laughs> like, <laughs> four is definitely not it. Right. <laughs> it's Fran, of course. So he blows that. And then they're like, okay, fine. We're going to do some questions. <laughs> you guys, are this you, you got guys, me real good. It's so good. And then he's like, if Earl's like, so like a game show, right? And the guy's like, no, no, no. We take this very seriously. Cut to game show. <laughs> immediately cut to the game show. And uh, Earl gets 20 questions wrong. And some of these answers are fucking hilarious. What so was one, the last one? I can't remember. The one the, where she said, like, our anniversary or something like that? Or her, I missed that one. So it, her answer was the birth of our children. The birth of okay, our children. Okay, okay. And I believe his answer was hot dog or something. Yeah, I have, it was like, I have it was like it. chicken fingers or something. The, it was the best. What's the best thing to ever happen to you? And Earl's, her, her, Fran's answer is the birth of our first child. Earl's answer is pudding snacks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Best thing that ever happened to you? Pudding snacks. <laughs> the funny one was, uh, Fran. What did you? What did? What special thing did Fran wear on <laughs> wedding day? And she says, like a dress that her mother had or something. And Earl says deodorant. It's <laughs> also very funny. So he gets all twenty questions wrong, and there's some other. I think there's some other ones in there. So now they're not married anymore. They can't mm-hmm. renew the license. So Earl has forced to move out. And they couldn't just date again and then try again. I don't know. Forced to move out. He's going to go live with Roy, his friend. And then a very funny part where the mother-in-law, Ethel, who we haven't talked about yet, is a a very funny character on the show. She comes flying in on her wheelchair thing and is having a party and singing, (laughs) my daughter's free of this fat boy. (laughs) That's what she's saying. So Roy tries to cheer up Earl and says, like, look, it's not that hard to pick up girls. Here you can, here's how you can do it. And Earl's like, I don't fucking care. Like, I just want to be married to Fran. And Roy's like, no, no, no. Let me demonstrate. I'll pick you up, which is a funny <laughs> little bit. Earl's like, what? You're going to pick me up? I hope you, uh, what does he say? I hope you uh, treat me to dinner or something like that. Yeah, right, goes, you're right. You're a spirited Philly. <laughs> hilarious, like a, a 1950s year spirited Philly. So Roy says, like, look, you got to listen. That's the most important thing when you're picking up chicks. And Earl says, I don't want to listen. All they talk about is boring shit. All I want to hear about, all I want to talk about is wrestling. They never talk about that. So that was like, oh, shit. See? Maybe it was yeah, wrestling right. at the beginning. Because Earl's gone, the house has gone to complete shit. No father figure. <laughs> so Robbie's riding a motorcycle being all crazy. And Charlene has all these sailor boys looking for her because yeah. there's no man in the house. She's wearing a Madonna <laughs> bra. Yeah, which is another funny little bit. And then uh, just a little throw in here, which made me laugh. With Baby just yells out of nowhere, buy me a dress. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I laughed at very like this is hilarious. What a great, what a great set of jokes. I, I just love like two hours into them not being married. 
everything, everything just is falls fucked. apart. Yeah. <laughs> because there's no father figure, everything right. like Earl was the glue of that family. <laughs> yeah. Like he like, stopped anything from happening ever. As yeah. we'll see later, he doesn't. We're at the Meteor Tiki Lounge. Earl and Roy are there to pick up girls. And Earl is not into it, but Fran and Monica walk in because uh, Fran gets a like a TV dinner and the TV, like all the food they eat are alive, like yes. animals that are alive and talk to them. And then this one was like single stay at home dinner or something like that. And the food is like, you need a me night or something like that. <laughs> this is yeah. hilarious. The food talking to them. So they go that- to. We we talk about how like the end the, the beginning song is very Muppety. Anytime yeah. you see the food, it's very yeah. Muppety. Like the food has that that yeah, like Rizzo. It. Mind me, right, Rizzo yes, a little bit. Right, right. It's yep. like they cut to the we go to the media t- or meteor tiki lounge. They all get together. Earl pretends like they're on their first date. Him and friend, and he's like, "Let's go. Let's get out of here. I don't like this place. Let's go have a romantic, romantic dinner." So it just like shows them in like having a, a a one-on-one dinner and it's going well and then the lights come up and they're at the marriage license place again. Yeah. <laughs> and they're having the quiz again. And Earl fails again <laughs> on the quiz and the guy's like sorry you're like 3 points short and Earl's like all right like this is bullshit like why do I have to remember all these facts? Like I love this woman obviously. Isn't that enough? And the guy's like let me check my clipboard here. And he looks through and he's like, actually love gets you like five more points. So yeah, you, you're good. <laughs> this is great. Pushes you over the edge. Perfect. You win. So we're back at home and Fran is like, Ooh, I think we should pretend like it's Thursday now that we renewed our marriage license. And Earl goes, Oh, great. Spaghetti night. And that's how the episode ends. So not sex, not dino sex, spaghetti. Not dino sex, spaghetti. Do you think they have sex in spaghetti? Oh, maybe. Maybe. That's a dino fetish. It's weird. I thought this was a pretty good episode. Wow. Um, Okay. What are you taking points off for? I still like the other one better. I don't know. It's like, it's a little cliche, I guess. Like this, this didn't the things I liked about this episode were not the actual plot. I liked the execution of the plot. Mm-hmm. I, I the... think, I think the lineup and the quiz show. Yeah. Um, and, and that's like a form of bureaucracy. Like you have to go down to the DMV and take a love right. quiz show. Right. Right. Uh, I thought that was unbelievably hysterical. And I thought yeah. every joke in there was perfect, but yeah. the, my husband doesn't respect me plot line we've seen that a lot it's just a sitcom plot line it's every sitcom ever Uh, so the execution was good i thought the plot was pretty shit i feel like fran and i I texted you guys this i had trouble finding a fran episode uh this was much more fran earl than just fran there do exist fran episodes but she is unfortunately out of the five main characters the least fleshed out out of all of them she's very one-dimensional uh nagging at certain points like kind of like once again that kind of classic sitcom mom who's just there to like protect the family and just like you know make sure everybody stays in line plays a straight man basically for all the rest of the family's zaniness so it's unfortunate but like this was the best one i could find out of all that and a lot of that was because earl is funny uh but i did think it did show her kind of we talked about it earlier about like how 
liberal leaning, I guess, the show goes where they're talking about like women's lib and women's rights at a time when in, in, an, in an environment that was very like 50s closed minded, at least, you know, for the, yeah. the atmosphere of the show. So um, I, I loved it. I you know, like I said, really cracked me up. The game show was very funny. The pudding snacks. I can't believe I forgot that because that had me rolling. <laughs> so good. Um, my daughter watches these with me. And she, her favorite dinosaur's character is Ethel, the grandma. Loves <laughs> Ethel. Loves her. And so getting an appearance of her just singing, so happy that, you know, her daughter's finally divorced with <laughs> the fat guy. Very funny to me. I like, uh, there was one little thing in there that I liked, which a lot of these shows are the guy, as we talked about, the boyfriends, the guys, the husbands are dumb. And they don't understand, which is a long time TV trope and a big time TGIF trope. But I like that he at the end was like, I don't need to know all this fucking trivia. Like, I just love this woman, obviously. Like, I was completely depressed when I got kicked out of the house and all this stuff. Like, can't I just love this woman? I don't need to know, like, what happened Thursday 20 years ago. Obviously, it was dino sex, but I don't need to know <laughs> that information. Like, I just want to eat my pudding snacks and love this woman. <laughs> yeah. It's okay if I do that. I, I kind of like that part. Like, so it was a little bit different. Who has more sex, Earl and Fran or Patrick Duffy and Suzanne Somers? Oh, come on. Oh, that's even a question. <laughs> come on. This could be a whole show about them role-playing. As <laughs> yeah. yeah. They but, were in those costumes. Yes. That's what it was. It's that's the Lenny so from the Gorn. Yeah. We're never not going to get into them, so we're yeah. going to get into them later. Right. We're going to get into them later. Actually, it's funny because on Twitter, I got to – let me get this right. Hold on. We're on Twitter, PodTJF, by the way, if you want to follow us. Uh, TV show gra- – at TV show graphs, one of our uh, friends on there. Yeah. I guess followers, friends, I don't know. Put up a graph of uh, sitcom t- – a bunch of TJF people are in there, sitcom loves or whatever – and I specifically said to her or him, I don't know who it is, if it's guy or girl, saying, uh, you got to get Carol and Frank in there. Oh, gotcha. They got to be in there. I mean, oh, yeah. it was rocky at times, but they were loving each other for the whole the whole series. Anyway, there was no Thursday night for that. It was every night. <laughs> every night them. was Thursday night. Sometimes <laughs> there were two Thursdays. Ooh. <laughs> when the kids were out of the house. We're, we're not, I'm never not going to let it go by without talking about them. So we'll get to them yep. in a minute. We move to the Robbie episode, season three, episode seven, hungry for love. A chance meeting leads to romance between Robbie and Wendy. So Robbie, the 15 year old son of Earl, he's at the pet shop trying to pick up chicks. Smart. You know, ladies love their pets. With his buddy Spike. Spike show up a lot in the show? Spike is there quite often. Do you know who does the voice of Spike? No, I didn't look that up. Christopher Maloney, uh, the guy from oh. Law and Order SUV. Yeah, one of his oh, one of awesome. his first things he did, actually. What? The soup can yeah. from... Yeah. Uh, right. I was going to say, wet my, hot American my, summer. my favorite yeah. thing he's ever done is the soup can in Wet Hot American Summer. That's my I favorite. loved, actually... Oh, no, he wasn't the soup can. He was the guy in the in the oh, kitchen who right. talked yeah. to the soup can. There is uh, a... Really wanted to hump a fridge. That was his thing, right? And, and I'm going to go hump a fridge. Did you just say hump a fridge? No. <laughs> 
really quick tangent there's a there's something on twitter about like what movie did you see the trailer for that looked absolutely horrible and the movie ended up being pretty good uh for me i was responding i said harold and kumar i thought that trailer looked dumb as shit and i love that movie i really did yeah. think it was funny he's in it as like the redneck truck driver who's just a lunatic and he is hysterical in that movie when i see him i don't think of su uh you know no. uh, law and order i never watched that i think yeah. of oz where he played like a sadistic, <laughs> sadistic lunatic who ended up like falling in love with his cellmate. And it was actually like one of the more like pure and happy moments of that really horrific show. That uh, show was crazy. Right, up. right. But he was like, and he was very good. He had a lot of like, you know, you, you actually felt for that character. He was a disgusting scumbag. Right. Uh, and then you got to like learn a little bit more about him. And he just added a lot of, you know, like humanity to that character. So just amazing. Amazing. He's great. He's great. Um, yeah. And he doesn't do a lot of, like, voice work, does he? Not that I know of. I don't think so. Was yeah. he in, I want to say he was, like, a weird character in Children's Hospital or something like that. Maybe. Like, one of those adult swim yeah. shows. He was on one of those. Anyway, right. he's great. So, he is. Yep. Robbie at the Pet Star trying to pick up girls with his bro Spike mm-hmm. as his wingman. The concept of dinosaurs having pets that are also dinosaurs is so <laughs> wild. <laughs> like they're they're in there looking at pterodactyl, like baby pterodactyls and stuff. Like what? Wow. What? How does this even work? Like that is. Are they not the looking glass? Are they not sentient beings either? Maybe if a dinosaur is a sentient being who has like a family. Is it weird to have a dinosaur also pet? I feel like the flying that maybe it was just the flying dinosaur because that's what it was, right? It was like a parrot, you know? Yeah, it was a a pterodactyl, I think. Right. We're acting as a parrot, so they're not sentient. Right. Apparently not. Not in this world. Okay. Because I can't think of another time where they were in the uh, the entire show. So there we go. We have a cannon now. Okay. There we go. We got it settled. Yep. Spike tries to pick up a nice lady, Wendy, who's looking at this pterodactyl, and Robbie comes in for the ultimate squash by a wingman where yeah. you, your wing your your partner fails at a pickup line and you come in and are like he's a weird sleazeball right so i want you to talk to me and it works and when he's into robbie and he's like i want to take you out on a date and then cut to their date which is robbie has to babysit baby <laughs> and they're back at the house and Wendy's actually into it. She's like, you know what? I like a guy who is a family man and whatever has to take care of his brother. And Robbie's like, I'm going to fucking kill you if you ruin this for me. It's a baby. <laughs> baby. Baby's just egging it on. Baby loves it. Like, when are you going to get in? Like, when are you going to get married? All that yeah, kind right. of stuff. Pissing Robbie off. Um, we find out it's Wendy Ridgefield, Ridgefield's oh, daughter. Oh, shit. And Rob, uh, Sorry, Earl finds this out and literally does the sitcom pass out. Like, oh, God. Oh, no. (laughs) He passes out and falls on the floor when he figures it out. Richfield calls Earl the next day into his office or shack or whatever it is. That's like trailer. (laughs) I know what's going on here. Can't hide this from me. Your son is dating my daughter. And Earl's like, how the hell did you know that? I was never going to tell you that. And he's like, I have a radar for my children. And he literally (laughs) turns a a monitor around. It's like a GTA over the top thing with a red dot. I was like, see, look, she's doing this right now. And I have a full, I know exactly what she's up to. Like, whoa. And he says, look, I don't care if they did. All I ask is that Robbie never breaks her heart. 
And Earl's like, okay, great. I'll make sure that never happens. So he's going to work really hard to make sure that they never break up. Back to the house, Charlene is saying there's rumors about Wendy. You got to watch out for Wendy. She might, they say she might be fast. Right. I love the soap um, opera music that would happen yeah. in this one. The scene. Yes. <laughs> so. And then Spike, we see Spike again, and he says, thanks, Robbie, for you you saved me on that one. And Robbie's like, why? She's great. And he says, well, she ate all of her other boyfriends. She's an eater. Mm-hmm. And Robbie's like, whoa, that's fucked up. And then he comes back home, and Charlene's like, yeah, that's the rumor I heard. She eats all her boyfriends. <laughs> like, oh, no. And she's coming over to study. Uh-oh. So... Robbie and Wendy go to study alone and Wendy, Wendy wants to get Robbie alone and he thinks she's going to try to eat me. So I got to be careful. Earl comes in to try to make sure things are going well, which is is like this episode's a little off for me. Like, and that's not my favorite one, but I love this part where Earl is the dad, like trying to make sure things are going well and stuff. And it's so (laughs) relatable. And he comes in and starts talking about something. And and Robbie says, Oh, perfect. Come on in. Cause he wants Earl to ruin it for him. And he's like, come on in. I love to see here. I never get tired of hearing stories from your youth. (laughs) Please come in. (laughs) It's hilarious. Yeah. He's like, what, what teenage boy wouldn't like his father to sit in on a date? (laughs) So, of course, Earl ruins it for him, and Wendy yeah. leaves. And the next day, Wendy already called three times. Robbie won't return her calls because there's a problem. He thinks she's going to eat him. Earl and Fran are talking about, like, oh, when you find a good person, blah, 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 blah. And Fran kind of realizes Earl's not, done nothing for his whole life. She's like, oh, yeah. you've <laughs> been a tree pusher your entire life. <laughs> and she it's just funny. like wanders off like yes. reflecting uh, on her life choices yeah. <laughs> oops i made a mistake when i met you you're a tree pusher and you haven't evolved at all <laughs> but he does in season four he gets that mm-hmm. promotion um robbie doesn't want to date wendy anymore and earl's like look you're gonna fuck up my job <laughs> so what you need to do is go and apologize to mr ridgefield and tell him it's your fault that you're not dating anymore. It has nothing to do with me. I tried my best. <laughs> so Robbie's like, fine, I'll go. He goes and he ex- explains to Mr. Richfield, look, it's, it's, I'm sorry. It's not my dad's fault, blah, blah, blah. And Mr. Richfield's like, what, wa- what does he say? Like, what wine should I pair? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. It's like, we're like well, what did you last eat? Chicken or yeah. beef or something? <laughs> Like, oh, the war. Yeah. <laughs> this is hilarious. He's just he doesn't care about yeah. the apology. He's just getting ready to eat yeah. Robbie. He's got like a plate out, he's got like yeah. utensils and like the you know, the napkin. <laughs> so we find out Ridgefield's been eating all the boyfriends. Wendy hasn't done it. Ridgefield does it. He eats all the boyfriends. This is super fucked up. This is a crazy <laughs> twist. What a fuck up. What a fucking crazy thing. Um Earl shows up and he's going to say he's supposed to save Robbie from this, but he like is so afraid of Richfield. He comes yeah. in. He's like, Oh, everything good. Okay. never mind. <laughs> he leaves. <laughs> leaves his son to be eaten. And then Wendy comes in and she actually saves Robbie. It's like, yeah. Don't eat him. And Robbie's like, Oh, cool. You don't eat people. Okay. I like you. 
And I then, like to Richfield in the entire series is so like abrasive and loud and angry. But yes. when his daughter shows up, it he just it's like the flip because there are people that are like that. I I know people who are like very gruff until their kids are around, and then it's like, oh, what's up, Schnookumpoos? How are you? Oh, sure, oh yeah. so cute. Oh, like and that's exactly like what Richfield turns into when his daughter shows up. It's and he does very whatever. Well done. Like yeah. he never does anything that anyone says right. in the show. I assume on the episodes yeah, right. we've seen. He runs nope. the show, but when she comes in, he's like, oh, okay, whatever you yeah. want. I guess right. I won't eat him. <laughs> Buckles immediately to his yeah. daughter. Yeah. Right. So she saves Robbie, and then Spike shows up and tries to ruin their kiss, but they eventually kick him out, and they have their kiss, and that's the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, this wasn't my favorite, but that moment of Earl coming in was good. Um, does Wendy show up more or is this a one-off kind of deal? I think this is a one-off, you know, Spike yeah. is there quite a bit. Actually, there's a, the, the other one I was thinking about with Robbie is where Robbie gets a, he starts uh, using steroids. Um, <laughs> and Spike is there to like kind of weed him <laughs> off. That's very good too. That's very funny. Yeah. Uh, like if Eddie got addicted to crack and it was up the wall though to save him. Like it. Oh my God. That <laughs> We talked about writing our own episodes. There you go, right there. You've got your premise for Family I Matters. I just want five episodes that Greg wrote. I mean, forget about the rest of us or you and I me. Know. Right. I know. Every time hear... he says one, like, you have missed your calling. You need to write TV. You need to write some weird 90s TV. You should have written for Boy Meets World. Fuck. Well, I got some stories to tell, baby. <laughs> okay, maybe we don't write any episodes. That right. puts a lot of pressure off me. Greg, you write, <laughs> write five television <laughs> episodes. God damn it. No. You have one month. If you don't, Only I'm going to eat Mark your children. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right. Yeah, I don't know. I thought this one uh, was probably at the bottom for me, but still had some funny moments. A relatively weak episode. Yeah, there's not a lot on the bone there, if you will. So, (laughs) this episode was great, and you guys are idiots. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Like I said, every episode is fantastic. No, but you're right. This one definitely, out of the ones we watch, probably toward the bottom. Uh, You know, Robbie's an interesting character because he's always, always, every time you get him, he's almost always going against Earl, which is like that whole, like, you know, my, I don't want to do what my dad tells me to do. I want to be different. He's very progressive thinking Earl's not. Um, So I like that dichotomy that always shows up between those two. I think um, this one showed it a little bit, but I think later on there are other episodes that kind of show that a little more. They definitely can have a funny dynamic, but I don't know if they... Yeah, it was that that one moment was good, but I don't know if there was enough Earl. Is Earl? I guess we maybe that's the later question. I'll do, I'll just drop it now. Is yeah. Earl not in this episode enough? I think that might be the problem. It's too it much, could, Robbie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Earl is the main character, no matter what anybody says. And actually, a lot of people, a lot of fans of dinosaurs, will say the baby is, um, which is ridiculous because Earl one hundred percent is the main focus it's, of this show. It's got to be Earl. Yeah, yeah. Well, he comes in for like was... a little thing here and there. Yeah. The baby was this show's Urkel. Yes, right. right. So exactly. Like, yes. You know, Urkel wasn't the main character of Family Matters. He was just the memorable one. Right. I think right. the baby's exactly the same thing. That's a great comparison. Yep. And Earl is kind of like Carl Winslow a little bit. Oh, for sure. Right. They kind of share the same that character, same. Almost they're basically the same. Right. Yep. Yeah. Because even Carl, we've talked about him, how he goes off on these things where he digs himself into a big hole and has to dig his way out in the episode. Yeah. And that's kind of what Earl's done. Right. Well, the reason I like Carl and Earl is because both of them at this point in my life are very relatable as dads. So, right. like, I, I totally understand some of the, you know, the situations they're in. Um, 
Yeah. You're right. As a dad, you get yourself into trouble a lot. Oh, yeah. You know, with all, all everybody in your house. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Moving on to Charlene. Season one, episode nine, Charlene's Tale. Charlene is upset to be one of the last girls in his class to shed her tail. Which the story of this is basically boobs. Mm. Boobs equals tail. Tail yep. equals boobs. Um, we kick it off with a fun thing of baby watching TV with everybody. Good morning, Pangea, <laughs> which I love these TV um, parodies. And the weather guy comes on. I forget what his, his, he had a funny name, but he comes on. And he talks about volcanoes erupting. And he's like, there's volcanoes erupting all over because <laughs> it's Pangea. And he's like, um, if your friends live in this area where this volcano is about to erupt, kiss them goodbye. They're all going to die. <laughs> Back to you, Claire. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. Like, very funny. Very nonchalantly. Right. Like, everyone's going to die here. Bye. And the host like, <laughs> well, that's unfortunate. Anyway. <laughs> the show was incredibly morbid. Oh, my God. So many death things going yeah. on we're, in the background. Weren't the TV people going to interview Godzilla? Or is that a different episode? No, was that yes. This? That I was this so. one, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Said right. Godzilla's new movie's coming out. And then, like, yeah. the, sh- the screen shakes. And, like, oh, but he's in studio now. Earl is, it's... Earl's very into getting baby to a lot of the stuff is Earl trying to get love from baby. And he is mm-hmm. here. He wants baby to say daddy, just the word daddy. And he just gets not the mama all the time, which is the Urkel like catchphrase. Yep. yep. Did I do that? Uh, Charlene comes in and is very dramatic. So she's never going to leave the house again. And cause she has no tail and everybody else has a tail and her and Robbie get in the, you know, like older kid kind of fight where they make fun of each other. And Ethel comes in. This is a great Ethel Oh, she is really good in this one, yeah. She comes in and she says, either way, when you're old, your tail's going to look like this. And she pulls out a sag tail. Yeah. And everyone's like, put that away, Grandma. Like, Grandma she, just flash your boobs. Right. And she does it, though. She, like, waves it a little bit yeah. after they tell her to put so it away. Oh, gross. <laughs> She's like, your tail's going to look like this. It's a sag tail. Yeah. So gross. And then Fran is like, look, all guys don't care about tails. They t- they care about brains. And then the commercial that comes on the TV is like, you like sports? Get <laughs> yeah. the sports tail issue, which is like the sports uh, <laughs> illustrated bikini issue. Yeah. All you care about is this. You wait all year for this edition of the magazine to come out. <laughs> And then Ethel's like, that's fake. There's no way a tail looks like that. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> fake tails. Yeah. Um, very funny. Earl's like, why do you even care about this? You're not old enough. What are you? Between the you're either seven or twelve. <laughs> you can't figure, you can't pinpoint her age. Like, I don't know how old you are yet, but you're not old enough. Uh Earl's at work and he's eating lunch, and Roy keeps talking about how Charlene's grown up, and Earl is like involuntarily just reaching over and punching Roy in the face. Like, stop talking about my daughter. And he doesn't even realize it. And Roy's like, why do you keep punching me? It's like, I don't know. I'm not, I don't know what I'm doing. He's like, it seems like every time I bring up Charlene, you punch me and he punches him again, of course. Uh, Earl opens his lunchbox and his food is in love with each other. (laughs) Which is a funny little bit. (laughs) Get away! Like, shut it. We're we're in the middle of something. Don't eat us. Yeah. So the food 
the food is very funny on this show. Yes. Yep. Um, the There's fam- a whole episode where they come out of the fridge and kidnap the family. <laughs> so, Wait, there's a whole episode yeah, of, this? of the food who come out of the fridge and stage a mutiny. Yeah, that's oh, awesome. Yeah, that's funny. Fantastic. Um, so that happens at lunch, and then Earl's back at home, and I love this. The dinosaur family—they're watching Dinosaur TGIF. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that is great. great. Yeah, yeah, very funny. Oh, so good. Yes, and the show is <laughs> yes. a, a show about—it's called Way Too Complicated. <laughs> and it's a show where a dinosaur falls in love with a ghost, <laughs> and they have to all their kids. It's like basically the Brady Bunch. <laughs> like all the kids have to come together, but it's a dinosaur and a ghost, and it's so fucking funny, so good. Yeah, and then at the end they're like, and then things get really out of hand when grandma moves in. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Just literally dinosaurs. Grandma lives there. Yeah, oh, right. So funny. And it happened in Family Matters. Oh my god, it's yep, so yep. good. I put in. I uh, this is gonna be hard. I put this in here. Maybe we won't do it. But can we fantasy book some dinosaur TGIF right now? <laughs> I don't know if we can. I don't know. If we can. Yeah, I don't know. Good, yeah. They did such a good job with this this parody of like dinosaur marries a ghost which i feel <laughs> yeah. like would definitely be a tdif show oh i definitely god. watched like, that god show. damn it absolutely that I would mean, get at least five seasons we talked again already... at some point we talk yeah. about a show where a kid eats a sandwich and becomes an angel Dies and yeah, becomes right. an angel yeah oh, i think michael jacobs worked on <laughs> oh my god he like wrote this joke and just like yeah, looked up yeah. <laughs> like, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> This is a this is a funny parody though on the fact that almost all of these shows have weird sprawl. Yeah, you know, right. We call it power creep. Like, yeah. you know, but it starts. Full House starts out with the six of them, mm-hmm. right? And then Kimmy comes along, and then Aunt Becky, and then the twins, and then Comet, and then Steve, and then right. yeah, right. And then it's just like right. more and more and more, and by the end, there's like. 50 characters same with boy meets world everybody gets a girlfriend and then all the girlfriends get new boyfriends and then they all get girlfriends right um so it is it is funny <laughs> this is too, you know too complicated it's, it's really a yeah. lot of these shows yeah it's good like it's well who the joke. fuck is jack well jack is jack is his brother jack is uh sean's long lost Sean, brother Sean's yeah long-lost right brother, remember he yeah. wasn't in the beginning <laughs> well then who's the who's the Who's the uh, who's, who's the girl? that girl? Well, that was Jack's girlfriend and that was Sean's <laughs> yeah. girlfriend, and they're in love and they go right. ice skating. What's hard to follow along? Here? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now they're in college. Uh, Don't worry, Feeney's with them. Feeney's there. Right. Feeney's so, there. Feeney's there. College. Yeah. Can I tell you one thing about before I move on about Feeney? Um, I have looked at the uh, the Feeney's on uh, what is that called? Cameo. Feeney's on. Cameo. Oh yeah. <laughs> on cameo oh, and i've looked yeah. at it oh my god He's charging a big number though I'm like <laughs> i cannot do this feeny how bill whatever his name how is many too much number 500 i think it's like 75 bucks it's like way too, too much, much 75 oh my god ryan will... you do not know how i spend my yeah, money seriously it's a lot every second Listen, Ryan, t- I I got a the only cameo I've done was Nick Gage wrestler, and it was twenty five bucks, and it was awesome. Hey, it was the I best paid, two minutes. I paid fifty to get say, the third guy from LFO to tell Ty at Hep C. Just off the air or on the air? No, off the air. Oh, off I have the, the air? What do you oh, mean? Yeah, this, wait, 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 wait! Hold up, hold up, Greg. Does Ryan know about our story for trying to get 
Uh, who was I've it? told you about Vampiro, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So this is when we had this conversation. Yeah. Because yeah. I said, uh, so how I got much buff is, to do it. Is, is um is Vampiro on cameo? Because I fucking yes. love Vampiro. Yeah. I know this is a, a wrestling tangent. But by God, I love that guy and how crazy he is. And I was like, For I sure. need to get him on here saying some weird ass shit. And then you replied saying, <laughs> <Yeah>. "Don't, because <laughs> he's a fucking weirdo and he's yeah. gonna try to fuck with you." And he won't say stuff, and I'm like, damn it. Because all I want him to do is say Viagra, Viagra Vampira and like make my own. He might do that. Like, come on. He wouldn't, he wouldn't make fun of the fact that Ty has hepatitis C. Even though I told him, like, it's a joke. He doesn't actually have hep C. Yeah, he's come like, on. I'm not doing that. Like I've said before, Buff, totally fine doing it. No problem. No, yeah, no problem Buff all. probably has hep C. <laughs> yeah. And then I also got. <laughs> One of the members of the boy band LFO to oh, do wow. the same. Every year, every literally every year for probably a decade now, I've gotten Ty an LFO related Christmas present. <laughs> Why is there because it's hysterical? Right, just because. Yeah, this year actually, he has um, no connection to L. What about no. uh, well, any he, other boy bands? So many many years ago, uh, a previous podcast we did um, we did something called Sad Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> where we like we got dressed up, we got, <laughs> we, we got sweaters and santa hats and we just took picture group photos of the whole the whole gang being sad around christmas oh my god uh, and the second year we did it we escalated where we got each other sad presents <sighs> um and <laughs> one of the people on the podcast got someone else an empty box which was just for he wrapped the, he wrapped the empty box <laughs> <laughs> which is great um, oh, no. but I, I had gotten Ty 10 copies of the LFO single to Summer Girl just the single <laughs> just the single <laughs> not even the whole album Jesus <laughs> just oh, the single Ty is 10 of them yeah. the, abuse, the, the abuse this man has gone through uh, <laughs> that you've only documented on this show is quite yeah. a bit yeah. So we then put every year since then, I've gotten him an LFO-related thing. I got uh. him, like, signed photos or records or posters or whatever. <laughs> uh, and then oh last my. year, I actually got him an LFO cameo, yeah, which was just wonderful. I had, goes- told, I had actually told the guy that Ty had been cured of hep C, which I don't even think is possible. <laughs> oh, my yeah, God. And he, like, he went, went on about Oh, my God. Did he, did he like, ever? He was like, Jesus has blessed you. And what? Oh, it doesn't matter. Yeah, and then, no, and then at the it end, goes he started, he started that is so good. Tour. <laughs> this is the best. That's exactly what I want. Like, if I were to script what I would want him to say. That's oh, my I God. I can't remember. Did he see that one first and then Buff Bagwell? No, we or was showed it... him Buff first. <sighs> buff first. Yeah, right. I mean, we live in a world where you can, like, write anything and The Undertaker will fucking say. <laughs> if you pay enough, he, yep. be, he would say anything. He would say anything. He's like, catching listen, up on Listen up, Carol and Frank. <laughs> you go ahead and you get your board costumes. <laughs> you go ahead and you fuck all night. I'm the undead nightmare. That'll be $500. How much money more? How much more are you going to give me? I'll go on. I'll describe Greg, it word for word. If Greg, you just like keep it going. Yep. <laughs> Come on, don't stop. Here we go. <laughs> He'll say anything. He'll say fucking anything. Oh yeah. So Earl, <laughs> Earl is super cool with whatever Robbie does. He can sow his oats. He can do whatever. He literally says sow his oats. Yep. But Charlene is a baby who can't do anything. 
and he brings in the mail and Charlene has this big tail shaped looking thing and she brings it upstairs comes down with a fake tail and everyone is super weirded out that she has a fake tail <laughs> like whoa what'd you do she's like it grew in They're like no that's <laughs> that's weird you have a fake tail um and Fran tries to calm down Charlene. This is great. Best moment of the episode. Fran tries to calm Charlene down. It's like, look, I was also the last dinosaur to get my tail. And like, it's not a big deal. Everything's going to work out. Look at your father. And she's like, oh, okay, I don't feel good about that. And she's like, I'm good. I got married. It's fine. And then Ethel comes in. And she's like, that's not what happened. You try to jump off the roof of the house. And she's like, stop it, mom, stop. It's like, actually, she fell through the roof and landed on your grandpa, Louie, while he was smoking his pipe. He never found that pipe. But he walked <laughs> after that for a long time. Grandpa Louie shows up in a flashback. Oh, great. And he's awesome. He's tremendous voice by Buddy Hackett, of all people. What? <laughs> yeah. Right. Grandpa Louie was trying to smoke a pipe, and it sh- got shoved up his ass when yeah. this happened and walked funny for the rest of his life. <laughs> like, what a ridiculous thing to happen. Um, Charlene, the next day she comes down, and her tail has grown in. This was very mm-hmm. quick, like a sudden thing. Like, yeah. oh, actually, my tail is here. And Earl freaks the fuck out because she's working on her walk with her tail. Yeah. She can't do it. She's like lost the ability to walk. She doesn't doesn't have the balance. So she, and she keeps destroying the baby. She keeps smashing the baby with her tail and knocking him across the room, which is funny. And then she says, "Should I drag or should I swing?" <laughs> and she's already got a date. Everything's already like very fast forwarded. Yep. And the date Maurice comes in, and he's funny kind of very generic date guy and Earl is like you're not going anywhere you're going to stay here eat ribs and play board games and I can watch over you <laughs> which I'll be honest that sounds kind of fun like I mean yeah. good good move and you play Fra- Clue with Greg it'll be great <laughs> <laughs> now that's a throwback <laughs> Let's play Risk. You'll never leave. Yeah, right. And you'll hate all three of us will hate each other at the end. <laughs> So Fran is like, oh, okay, great. Go order the wings and get the board games. So Earl's like, perfect. She actually agreed with me. But she actually outsmarted him because she just tell, turns and tells the kids, get out of here now before he comes back. And he's so pissed off when he comes back. With, he's so excited. And then he comes back with all these board games, and they're not there. And he gets so pissed. Yep. <laughs> he's like, God damn it, you betrayed me. And the board games are funny. I didn't catch yes. them all, but two of them, I saw two of them. Tar Pit Toss and Eat or Be Eaten were the two that I saw. I don't know. There were some other ones. Um, So he's pissed off and he's eating ribs in the next scene. And he's playing board games by himself or with Fran. I'm not totally sure. (laughs) They were definitely by himself. (laughs) And then he goes into the kitchen for more food and he opens and he pulls out the food and this piece of food whatever it is it's like giving him sass like and you're not gonna eat me come on and oh, yeah. he's like all right fine i'll put you back and he's like don't put me in the vegetable drawer yeah Kiss whatever you do don't put- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kiss me good night yeah uh so the the moment of the episode like we always go back to the the heart moment and earl says he's afraid he's actually afraid of being a dad for teenagers and that's why he's acting so weird 
And Charlene comes right back and says she was dumped already. That was quick. Maurice dumped her for another girl with a bigger tail. And Earl is like, great. That sounds like a problem for your mother. I'm out of (laughs) here. Once again, relatable. (laughs) I am not doing this. And Fran is like, sorry, I'm going to bed and leaves Earl to deal with it. Yeah. Power moves by Fran. Yeah. He basically goes for the, uh, you know, look, I don't care. You know, whatever happens, I'll always protect you or something like that. And it's mm-hmm. a nice little moment as it ends. So that was the Charlene episode. Mm-hmm. Funny concept that I would never have gotten as a child. Yeah. No. <laughs> never, never, I, never. I remember seeing, I had this one on VHS. I remember taping this one when it aired. So I remember seeing this one a lot of times. And I never got it. I, I like I, it, you know, I look back on it now. I'm like, oh, it's it's a metaphor for her, you know, for breasts. At yeah. the time, I just it flew completely over my head. Yep. But what does a young person think this is about? Like to me, this doesn't work on two levels. It only works on one level, right? And one that doesn't resonate with kids. Am I incorrect here? It, uh, to me, when I was watching it, it was just like, okay, well, she's growing up. That's all I got. Wow. I didn't really think anything beyond that. You know, like, oh, she's older now. Okay, so that means she's dating, and that's you know, when you were a kid, right. you just reached a certain age and you just started dating everybody. That's how it works. Yeah. You know, I uh, I didn't love this episode. Um, yeah. And I think the tail analogy is a poor analogy because they all have tails. Right. And even she had a tail before then, didn't she? Uh, did I just not notice it's like it? a bump instead of a full tail? Oh, yeah, right. It was. It was a little bit of a bump. Does Robbie have a tail? Yeah. Yeah. So his tits are pretty good, too. huh? Earl's <laughs> <laughs> got a tail, too. Oh boy. The the dinosaur sexual uh experience. No idea. Yeah, Uh, I don't know. I just think that I I mean I guess you could just put it as puberty because like everybody goes through puberty, they all have a tail, whatever. Um but if like if it's an actual like breast analogy, I think it kind of fails. It definitely like there's a fine line between doing a show that both children and adults will get the jokes and it will be enjoyed by both for different reasons and this did not do that for sure i think that is if you want to throw criticism at the dinosaur show is they did market themselves to two very distinct audiences and obviously one episode is likely not going to hit both audiences Mm. so sometimes you have more like kid-friendly ones sometimes you have more i think toward the end it started getting a lot more adult oriented uh you know than you know catering to kids are we ready for the baby uh, the baby episode, season two, episode four, switched at birth. Much to Earl's joy, an egg mix-up means the baby belongs to someone else. Which is funny because he's in a lot of these episodes we watch, he's trying to win the love of the baby. Right. But apparently he secretly hates him and wants to get rid of him, <laughs> which is funny. Uh, fatherhood no no yeah. <laughs> it's borderline yeah. <laughs> borderline relatable the baby episode robbie is watching dtv we've seen this before yep. dinosaur music television i guess technically and like macho idiot rock hours on, <laughs> which i thought was good <laughs> and the band was leonard skizzard yeah what it was right. And baby blurts out beer, cigarettes, chicks. <laughs> <laughs> and Earl's like, 
I got a spoiled baby for his birthday. Maybe he'll eventually love me back. So he got him a baseball bat. Mm. And of course, that doesn't work because baby blasts Earl in the face with the baseball bat, um, which is a bunch of jokes, which you haven't really seen in these episodes, which is fun, yeah. I guess, to not see that every single episode. But he blasts him with a baseball bat. And then they're kind of the family's reminiscing about baby who's a year old, I guess, technically. Right. Yep. Yep. And they bring in the nest for the egg and say, look, it's baby's nest. And they flip it over and realize it's not baby's nest. It's the couple that was next to them in Lamaze class, yeah. which I've been to one of these Lamaze classes and fucking hell, what a brutal experience. Even in the show, though, they make fun of it, yeah, <laughs> which I enjoyed. Like, this does nothing. <laughs> I enjoyed uh, yeah. like this is money wasted and you can't get a refund. <laughs> and they're like, what am I doing here? I don't do any. There's no reason for me to be. You'll never use any of this, and uh, right. yeah, it's literally what it is. Like you, it does not work. It is yeah. not a thing that matters. Shit just goes to hell, and when <laughs> babies are born, and you just fucking hang on for the ride. That's all yep. it is. You just hang on for the ride and wait for it to be over. <laughs> the eggs may have gotten switched though, um, and the Sinclairs maybe had received the wrong baby. They call over the molehills. Which is the the other couple call over the molehills to try to sort this out, and Gus Molehill comes in, and Gus Molehill is played by Jason Alexander from oh. Seinfeld, <laughs> yep. and he is great, That's and he is perfect. basically doing yep. a baby impression. Oh God! Just the minute that door opens, just just no, nothing but nonstop energy from that character. What a great, what a great actor, Jason. Oh, I is. love Jason. Tremendous. God, I'm so actually talented. rewatching Seinfeld right now, and oh yeah. Boy, is he good. God yep. damn, is he funny. He's amazing just because not only can he do, uh, obviously, as an actor, but he's also a singer, which a lot of people don't know about wow, him. I didn't like, know that. He, Get the he does, fuck he, out of no, here. No, he's a singer. He does stuff on, like, he does Broadway shows, uh, musicals. He's very heavily involved in that scene, too. Hmm. What's your favorite Seinfeld episode? Oof. God, there's or, so or a couple of them. Boy, yeah. Actually, the one where they play Risk always gets me. <laughs> the one where they're Kramer and you know they're they're playing Risk on the subway. Yes. Yes. That one always is funny. I'll, I mean, mine are very Kramer centric. I love the one where he had um, he had Novocaine and he, he be you know and he had the, like the, the leg and he kept limping around and people thought yeah. he was special needs. That was very funny to me. I I don't know if I could pick an episode, but I will tell you the like series of jokes that sticks out of my brain the most. Okay. Yeah. is when he can't remember his previous girlfriend's name. But <laughs> oh, he knows yeah, it right. rhymes right. with the female part. Yeah. And very specifically, I think about when he comes up with Mulva. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and that really works for me. Yeah. I really like the episodes of Seinfeld where there's like um they're stuck somewhere or whatever. Like oh, I, yeah. I love the yeah, parking right. garage one. Yeah, yeah. They're stuck in the parking garage in the mall. The Chinese, yeah, Chinese restaurant. Yeah, they, that was they a great can't one. get out for the movie. Um, there's one where Kramer's like living in the shower. <laughs> That's one of my favorites. <laughs> <Yeah>. Or he, <laughs> he puts a, he puts the a garbage disposal in the yeah, shower. Right. Oh my god, that was fucking funny. What was the one where Kramer got the TV set? It was the old like talk oh, show. Oh yeah, I love that, that one too. Right. It's like the uh, what was the yeah. show? I can't remember what the show yeah. was. It was it yeah, was like Johnny Carson or something. Yeah, yeah something. it wasn't <laughs> that, but it was. It was... And actually, I'm I'm going to tell you one more very specific joke. I think about all the time. 
is when Kramer's phone number is one off of movie phone. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Very specifically when he says, why don't you just tell me what movie you want to see? (laughs) That's every phone call I have with someone. (laughs) Like, uh, I have a question. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you guys do you guys sell games? (laughs) Why don't you just tell me what you want? (laughs) <laughs> oh man alright so Jason Alexander in this episode doing a great job he's being baby basically doing all the baby stuff right you all know. the mannerisms all the same all, like lines yeah, yeah everything's all the lines are the same new baby comes in they bring in their baby who's green who looks like the rest of the dinosaurs and he's like very nice at this point he's just like what's his name Aubrey yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. new baby Aubrey is like super cool with Earl Earl's loving it. Like, oh, mm-hmm. cool, a baby that actually likes me. And they like, okay, something's up here because Gus and baby are the same. So something's weird and the colors are fucked up. So let's go to Absolute Proof Labs to find out who exactly is who. And they go there and test the babies by electrocuting them. <laughs> Another <laughs> fucked up thing. They electrocute the babies to figure out who's who. And the lab results come back and they say, yeah, you've, you're right. The babies are switched. You got the wrong babies. So the Sinclairs get green baby Aubrey and the Molehills get baby Sinclair. And baby Aubrey comes in and we think baby Aubrey is super cool. And it turns out he's got a lot of problems. <laughs> he's got allergies. Feel, he's got some serious problems and scared of I feel everything. A little attacked by this one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I literally say. have my inhaler right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not nice. It's not nice. This poor baby has a lot of problems, and they're like, "Ugh, allergies." <laughs> Fuck yeah. you, baby. Like, I'm I'm deathly allergic to almost half the fruits and vegetables on this planet. So <laughs> this, this definitely was not a joke uh, I enjoyed. Yeah, so the Sinclairs don't like Aubrey. <laughs> they turn on him pretty quickly, other than Earl. Yeah. Turn on yeah, very right. quickly. Yeah. Uh, Fran is depressed because she gave up her baby. Yeah. And Earl's like, it's it's baby's birthday. Bring a cake. Let's get a cake. You love cake? And Fran's like, give me the knife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the funniest line Fran says in yep. all five of these episodes, but also super fucked up because she's yep. trying to kill herself. <laughs> So everybody's fighting, and Fran and Earl are on the opposite side. So Gus wants to keep baby, but Gus's wife is like, this baby's fucked up. Mm -hmm. No, I don't want this baby. I want my weird Aubrey back. And so they're on opposite sides, and they decide, we need to settle this like adults. And Earl says, oh, great. You want to use weapons or litigation? (laughs) (laughs) I laughed at quite a bit. (laughs) And was it Robbie that suggests this? I think it was Robbie. Yes, I believe yeah, so. yeah, yeah, right. Yep. Um, Robbie suggests, well, why don't you use, what is it, the great Sol- Solomon the Great. Why don't you yes, use Solomon right. the Great? He's the guy that fixes everything. Just go to him, and he'll tell you what to do. So like, oh, okay, let's go to Solomon the Great, and he'll figure it out. I was thinking this was going to be like a Judge Judy kind of situation or whatever, but we get to Solomon the Great, and he's hooded, a mm-hmm. hooded dinosaur. And he's like a weird, 
like philosopher kind of guy, like the the weird philosopher dude in all the movies. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, I get it now. And he turns out to be a magician, <laughs> Solomon <laughs> the Great, which is awesome. And Solomon the Great is played by Michael Dorn. Yep. AKA Worf. Worf. From, oh. Yeah. AKA Worf from uh, wow. Next yep. Generation. Mm-hmm. Before we get any further, you think Carolyn Frank from Step by Step ever did some uh, some Worf costumes? You think they ever went for a Worf Deanna Troy? Mm. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, you, think I they wish... ever went, you think they ever went Klingon? You think What's... they were that far far gone? They were a very original series, but. Yeah. There's a funny was... joke here that I wish I could remember. Uh, What's I like know. the rite of passage that Worf has to go through? Oh, yeah. oh where he gets <laughs> like, shocked by all the yeah, sticks. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, like all the kids stand outside the bedroom. Chanting. <laughs> he's just shocked. off his shirt. <laughs> right. <laughs> you just see Mark and he's like, this has gone too far. Yeah, right. <laughs> this has gone too far. I have to move out. Brandon's like, put me back in the basement. I like how in our world the Gorn costume is like the vanilla sex. Like yeah. that's normal. That's easy. It's like right. when we that's get to the Monday Klingon like shock yeah. stick or like the Borg sex. That's also weird. This is like yeah, season six of Step yeah, by Step. Right, that's right. what they have to do to get off. <laughs> At first, I thought you were going to say, "Are they going to do like some hooded figure, like eyes wide shut shit?" I'm like, oh, "Yeah, abso- absolutely." Maybe. That's yeah, we yeah. don't know. Eyes right. wide shut. Oh mm-hmm. my god, that movie. <laughs> I need to watch uh, it again, actually. While we're on Tangent Town, let's go to uh, magic. How do you, since Solomon the Great mm-hmm. is a magician, how do you feel about magic? Because I feel like people are very uh, polarized on magic in general. Like magic tricks. Not Magic the Gathering. Magic tricks. <laughs> Fuck magic. Yeah, I, have, I have way more. We, we, we almost had another three hours to no, this podcast. No Magic the <laughs> Gathering takes. No, we're not going there. Separate podcast. No, yeah. we don't need to do that. You uh, do honestly, that enough on a day-to-day basis, I'm guessing. <laughs> yeah. um, magic. How do you magic, feel? Uh, I, I like it in the absolute abstract. Like, I think it's interesting, I guess. We grew up at a time where, like, there were famous magicians like David right. Copperfield and stuff. Yeah. Like Chris David Angel, Blame. the mind freak. I feel like mm-hmm. he doesn't mind count. Fuck. <laughs> um, David Blaine, also not much of a magician. Yeah. He's right. just more of a levitating. Um, I don't know. Like the idea of a friend of mine doing magic in his free time. Not that appealing. weird you out. Not weird. Just like, come on, man. Like build something. <laughs> Uh, Mark, you got any magic takes? It's to me like if if somebody has a magic trick in front of me, it's like interesting for the thirty seconds they do the magic trick, and then I've lost it. Then I'm bored. Then I'm like, you know what? Supposed to do? You're like, okay, yeah, good one, man. Cool. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell a story. I'm gonna tell a story. I put this in here. I I teed this up for myself. Um, (laughs) One of my favorite Halloweens ever that I had um, prior to kids. I went to a Halloween party. I love magic. Love it. Don't care. Love it. Okay. So yeah. I went to a Halloween party, right? So this is this story is how I fucked up this some dude's relationship. Totally nice. fucked. Screwed with, this guy. With okay? magic. Screwed him. So I went to a Halloween party. Having a good time, whatever. Some girl we know, we all know, comes in with a new guy. New boyfriend, right? Comes in dressed as Indiana Jones. 
I'm like, okay, cool. Like this. Has a functioning whip, all this okay. stuff. So we're having a good time. We're knocking beer cans over with this whip, of course. You know, yeah. we're doing it. A- as one is prone to do. And then he drops this bomb that says, like, oh, yeah, I can do magic. And he has, like, a magic deck of cards. And we're like, and I am like, yes. I'm a magic <laughs> fan. Let's go. Give me some magic tricks right now. And his girl, this girl is there with him. And she looks mortified, but I don't give a shit. I'm like, I want to see this magic. Did she Let's know go. he does magic? Did she know that she, no, oh, she okay. did not Excellent. know? Okay. She had no idea. So he starts doing magic and I'm, oh, it's a Halloween party. I'm drinking. All, I'm knocking mm-hmm. beer cans over with whips. I'm drunk. I'm like, show me all the magic. Let's go. So he's doing all this magic for just me, basically. Yep. And some other <laughs> people that I know. And I'm loving it. I'm like, oh, shit, look at that. Awesome. And the girl is not having it. <laughs> She's not happy. And they and the night ends, and it's great. I'm having a great time. I love this guy. I never see this guy again. <laughs> oh, no. The magic has ruined the relationship. Oh, my God. Holy the shit. The girl literally texts us the next day like, yo, I had no idea about this magic thing. I had to break it off with him that <laughs> night. <laughs> I ruined this guy's whole night and your your whole life. He could have just he could still be hanging around you doing magic. I love, I love the guy. He came into he, Indiana Jones. We're knocking over beer cans. He's doing magic for me. I could have been friends with this guy. Oh I ruined God. everything because I loved his magic too much. Brian, in another timeline, he would have been the fourth member of this podcast. Could have been. Yes. Could have been. magician. Been. I know yeah. he had hot takes on Urkel. <laughs> Ah, we could have been doing a magic episode. I could have brought him right. in. Right, right. Oh, yeah, I ruined this I guy's whole is. relationship. He hates me now. He hates yeah. me. That's he absolutely funny. hates me. But yeah, that's what I expect. I, 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 the, double tangent here. I miss the days where you made best friends for a night. Oh, God. Those <gasps> that's are so fun. It yep. literally doesn't exist anymore. But right. I, oh, no. I probably have acquired have 30 you phone them, numbers though? in my life of just like, Dude, you're. Yep. The, I had such a fucking great night with you. Call me tomorrow. We're gonna go hang out. <laughs> Never again. It's like instant <laughs> yeah. when you wake up. Yep. Although right. I will say, one time I did have somebody call me the next day. Really? Wow. Yes. Wow. Like he and I no. just got hammered at a bar one night. Started talking about football. He was from Canada. He's like, "Who should I like?" I'm like, at the time, Carson Palmer was at the Bengals. I was like, "The Bengals are kind of hot. No one gives a shit about them. Maybe you go yep. with the Bengals." Hey man, I'm thinking of going into the city. Watch this Bengals game. You want to go? No, <laughs> no. Whoa, no. We're, we're still friends. I mean, we're still no. friends for sure. Yeah, that's you awesome. Still friends? Yeah. You went to the city? Mo- we did. I hung out with that kid probably every day for a year. Oh my, oh my god. god! Wow! Holy yeah. shit! That's a great story. Yeah. What a nice ending. Instead yeah. of uh, "Show me magic," I've ruined your sex for the night, and <laughs> yeah. you're never going to see me again. <laughs> Two flip sides of the coin right oh, there. Oh god. <laughs> Somewhere that kid's like, God damn it, if only I didn't do this yeah. fucking magic. First thing he asked, he asked me for weed. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we started talking. As all good friendships start. Oh, there you go. And then you said, Oh, I have this whole bag from this yeah, music festival this that I was given. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if I did it's some magic years, first. I don't smoke oh these, so I still have it in my God. Uh, I, I hope somewhere that guy's still doing magic, but yeah. I doubt it. I doubt it. He's There's hiding no that way. shit. He's right. hiding it. Earl finally turns sides in dinosaurs when Solomon the Great tries to cut baby in half. And he realizes deep down he loves 
baby. So stop doing that. And Mad, uh, Solomon puts uh, baby back together and then makes the lab scientists appear. And he's like, hey, <laughs> hey, guys, uh, turns out the lab results were mixed up. Uh, the babies are fine. And then he disappears again. And, <laughs> okay. Everything's resolved by magic. The end. Sure. <laughs> that was good. Yeah, I love that. It's like wrapping it up for real quick. Like, <laughs> yeah, like we have no idea how to fix this. Right, let's right. just yeah. let's just make this guy appear by magic. But I kind of like how they just drew attention to it. They're like, we yeah. don't know how to write ourselves out of this one. Yeah. So <laughs> we're just gonna do a crazy thing at the end. Magic. It's the, yeah. it's the Venture Brothers classic. Right. Where this episode just ends. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> like, but how did Doc put himself back together? Doesn't right. matter. Credit. Doesn't matter. Next episode, he's fine. Yeah. Yeah, like um, an Aqua Teen Hunger Force link. Yeah. The episodes never connect. <laughs> the crazy I, um, shit happens. People die in the next episode. They're back. I liked uh, I liked that take on the King Solomon tale where yep. they cut the... Uh, is it always a baby? Yeah. Oh, yeah? Is um, that a thing? Yeah, right, yeah, right. It's yeah. like a parable or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, okay. Um, I, like, I like that like fun magic, you know, magic show <laughs> take on like that old trope. I thought that yep. was very, very funny. Um, yeah. And I also really like the test they do. Very similar to the test that Earl has to take for the marriage. Right. Yeah. Right. Just spin him around a whole bunch and shoot him full of electricity. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I like how like the lead scientist was on the phone too. He's like, I have one last very important test, like call to make. Very All right. Their credit. Their credit card cleared. All right. Good. We can go release this. Oh, <laughs> uh, that was good. That was yep. good All right. Are we ready to rank them? I think oh, we sure are. Oh yeah. I right, think are, we'll I think we'll be in pretty much agreement with this. I feel yeah, like we'll interesting. Good. All right, yeah. number five. Let's start with number five. What you got? Um, definitely the boob episode. Oh, ooh. Okay, so we don't have an agreement. I was going to say mind. Robbie. I'm going to put Robbie there as at number five. I said Robbie as well. Yeah. All right, Robbie yeah, Robbie well. would be my number four. I mean, those but, are kind of interchangeable. It's just right, my relatively boob, forgettable. Boob episode, episode is number four. Yeah. Boob episode four. I agree with yeah. you, Mark. Right. All right, three. Uh, ba- I'm gonna say tough. I'm gonna say baby episode. Me too. Mm. Yep, baby switch episode. Couple good with, jokes, but as a whole, whatever. Yeah, I went with Earl's superhero three. Um, oh, I like the jokes better. Right. Baby episode. So there you go. Baby episode two for me. Earl mm-hmm. three. Yeah, that's toss up. Could be either way, but I like the jokes better. It's all about the jokes for me. Yep. Yep. Um, two, two for me is the the marriage license one. That was that was good, and like I said, the jokes were really on point on that one. But the story was a little weak. Me too, exactly that. I think they had the funniest jokes by far. Yeah, but also uh, the episode itself not great. I do, however, want to call out the actual like puppetry work on the Brontodon. Yeah. Oh yeah. That, Amazing. I thought they were just gonna look out the window like. It's so good. One of Agents of Shield are like, hey, look, everybody, it's Thor. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh my god, <laughs> we could do a whole twenty minutes on how stupid that show is. <laughs> Hi, I definitely thought the Hulk was here like, twenty yeah. minutes ago. You missed him. You just missed the Hulk. <laughs> oh my god, he just like there was literally an episode of Agents of Shield where it was like Thor blew everything up. Can we clean this up? It, the whole episode was about cleaning the shit up that Thor blew up. <laughs> Like what the hell? Isn't there an actual comic called the Cleanup Crew? Yes, Marvel. Yep. Right, about right. dudes who clean up the mess of superheroes. But yeah, um, yeah. Tough. So I definitely anyway. thought they were going to do that. But then when that that long yeah. neck dinosaur actually came in, I thought so that was good, wicked impressive. Yeah, yeah. 
let's take it take, before we go to number one take a second to talk about how like the facial expressions of the dinosaur how well awesome. that's done Super it is so good right like they emote better than i've seen humans emote <laughs> like it's just really yeah. really well done it, like it's monica in particular like the eyebrow raising and then like the smirks and stuff really mm-hmm. amazing no Unbelievable. Make, makes sense why they said it was one of the most expensive shows to put on just to get that neck in the room yeah, like right. it's a long neck that comes all the way into the kitchen. Like that's yep. that can't be easy to do for sure. Yeah, and there's no like it doesn't look like there's any wiring or right. anything you can see when the neck comes into the bar either too. Like she, it doesn't like like she doesn't just pop in like Pee Wee's Playhouse style. She like yeah. comes all yeah. the way into the house. You uh, you think Spielberg saw this and was like, I think we got something to, something to do here. <laughs> <laughs> William, start coming up with a song. Yeah. Make it make it sound like dinosaurs. On a chief. <laughs> dinosaurs are big. Dinosaurs. That's all. I, do, I love the idea of John Williams just being around all the time on call. Yeah. <laughs> Williams. What you got? Spielberg uh, looks down at his phone as he's like D Elfman. He's like delete. <laughs> no. I don't have time for this shit. No. That Oingo Boingo shit out uh, of here. No. Um. Okay. Yeah. The puppetry. Awesome. I watched a. Um, I watched. It must be a bonus feature on the DVDs that's on YouTube of like the puppeteers. And there was a dude in like a giant fat suit. I don't know what character he's playing. He's like, I'm the fat one today. <laughs> it was pretty funny. <laughs> like, oh, this is great. <laughs> I don't know what character he was. It looked like Ridgefield a little bit, but yeah, it, wasn't probably. In the shack. it wasn't in the shack, though. Yeah. So I don't know. But yeah, there's some funny bonus features out there. I'm sure those yeah. DVDs have some good shit on there. Oh, it's great. Like I said, just the the in-depth like story of how it all came to be was very good. And yeah. then like interviewing the actual like voice actors, just like right. them, I mean, you know, just in their regular street gear, just talking about how much they enjoyed the show and they got along and they wish it lasted longer than it did. So uh all right so you guys gave me your what'd you give me number two i already yeah. said my yeah. number two was baby so what you got for number one super, super Earl. yeah that's my or, favorite too wow incredible man impressive man yeah yeah, yeah I, thought impressive. Was, I thought that was just a good episode um i went with the marriage license one because i thought that was the totally funniest. fine yeah but that had Both. the funniest jokes and i was ranking joke and that one made me laugh the most so that's uh, why i put I, it number I'm one s- <laughs> I'm so happy that we did this episode. I'm so happy we got to talk to you guys about it because it was just—it fills me with joy to talk about dinosaurs. It's my favorite one to talk about. And I'm so, happy for you. Thank you, thank you. And it I feel like great. the five that we watched were all good in at certain oh, yeah. points. Yeah, Some absolutely. were better than others, but um, you know, we'll we'll get back to dinosaurs too. We'll do other themes, and I'm sure we'll hit a dinosaurs one down the line. Yeah, yeah, for, oh, sure. for sure. We've got more to mine from dinosaurs oh, yeah. now that we can actually watch it. Greg and I, yes, right, right. not on a weird YouTube link. It's very <laughs> nice to be able to. It was great. I was like, I know who everyone is now. I can put yep. closed captioning on. This is good. Um, yeah, it was fun. I, yeah. I enjoyed it. I think every episode was good. Even the ones that were at the bottom had great jokes in them. Um, and I look forward to seeing more Ethel stuff because anytime Ethel's on, like you said, yeah. Um, she is fantastic. So 
And I think it's just, it's interesting to take that because there, we've seen some episodes of TGIF uh, other shows that are just like, I think a Sabrina where it was kind of a struggle to get through some of those. Oh yeah. Even like the worst dinosaurs to me is better than any of those shows that we've seen. So I was just a lot easier to get through just so different compared to what yeah. other stuff was on at the same time. There's so much, there's always something in there. Yeah. I don't know. It, it reminds me of, it's not the same, but it reminds me of this, in this premise of 30 rock. Like some people hmm. love 30 rock and some people hate it, whatever. But I, my opinion of 30 rock is even if there's an episode of 30 rock, I'm not into, there's always one joke in there. That's like, that knocks my socks off. Yeah. That's, that's, how, that's, that's how, how I this. feel about the new girl. Really? Like, yeah. I think yeah. that show's like fun, fine, but every right. single episode, there's something that I there's always roll on the floor laughing at. Yeah. That's what, like there could be a 30 rock that I don't, particularly like but there's always one joke in there that gets Mm -hmm. just knocks me over Mm -hmm. um yeah that's kind of what this is like um yeah there's a lot of other um we didn't talk about baby being uh elmo right no we didn't i was waiting for somebody to bring that one up yeah baby and elmo are the same right yeah at least the he's the the sex pervert right he's the sex pervert disgraced elmo right 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 but was that ever I can't remember how that story ended. Did he really get like proven I think, that he did? I that think shit? that one's like he's, Kevin Spacey. Okay, we're not, we're, we're not sure. I don't know. Oh no! It, I thought that was. A were real we one. locked in? I don't know. Uh, I, I know, know he's either. not. I know for a fact he's not Elmo anymore. Right. Or, right. Uh, yeah. He yeah, never yeah. got that job back. So. Right. That's he's in there. Um, what about Earl's voice, Stuart? Hankin? Is that how you he, say He's done a shit ton of stuff, but like nothing that I've ever, not anything major where he was like the main star after this. I, I don't think it. Yeah. He's in Striptease. Oh, <laughs> perfect. I love wow. that movie. That's a really fun movie. Oh, wait, a... no, Striptease. I never saw a Striptease. I was thinking Showgirls. I love Showgirls. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a weird movie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love, I love Paul Verhoeven. Uh, oh. This dude's still working. I don't know what yeah, no, movies he's... are, but he's still working. Right. I, I looked at his IMDb not that long ago, and I'm like, well, at least, yeah, he's still getting a paycheck somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think Robbie's doing anything. The guy who did the voice of Robbie, I don't yeah, think I looked him up. he does nothing. Yeah. And then there's Sally Struthers, who does the voice of Charlene. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sally what was she on? Uh, was it Grow? What, what was Facts of Life? What was that? I don't remember. Yeah. I was before my time, but she was like on a big. TGIF-esque sitcom. All in the family. All in the family. There we go. Yeah. She showed up in Gilmore Girls, too. One of my favorites. (laughs) (laughs) Legitimately, I like Gilmore Girls. It's fun. That's right. I like Uh, Degrassi. (laughs) (laughs) It's one of my weird things. Um, Yeah. Okay. Dinosaurs. Anything else to say about dinosaurs before we move to the next? I think the show is totally fine. Yeah. Um, It might even be better than average but it as a whole just doesn't really work for me any time i think about like my number one thing is why 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 jim henson must have been on mushrooms or something had a great night and like was like yes i saw a vision of dinosaurs in a sitcom and that's what it's going to be like how does he come up with this I just I applaud the ingenuity. I applaud like the balls of doing something to. like this. Right. To yeah. be different. If you can't be better, be different. And it's just right. it, it's such a great idea in terms of just setting yourself apart and bring putting eyes on your product. And I I love that. I just I, and the talent he assembled was so good from right. the, the puppeteers to the voice actors to the writers. High quality stuff. Right. Could this show get made now? 
how could this show get made now? Not in its like old fashioned sense. Like you know, your Earl stuff could not fly today. But just say like dinosaur puppet sitcom. No. How does that no. get made today? The nineties were a weird time. Yeah. Honestly. It would be animated now. <laughs> it would definitely be animated. animated right? Yeah. It would be like a Nick family Kroll. guy kind of thing. Yeah, um, right. Like a, yeah, Nick Kroll kind of thing. Right. Oh, right. yeah. No, I could definitely see this just being a Seth MacFarlane show. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Just right. A bunch of Bryans. Right. Um, hey. um, <laughs> um. Yeah. I don't. I don't want. I don't want to go out thinking that I don't think the show is good. I do. It's just. It's just not my kind of show. Sure. I'm not. Just... Ups- you put more on the list. I'm not upset about it. You put more Full House. I'm kind of mad i was gonna um, say yeah watching like more of this to, totally fine. like i'd rather watch this over full house literally any day of the week <laughs> but like, i want to see more step by step i want to see more boys in world perfect stranger so on and so forth i'm gonna watch these as they come up and i'm totally into it but i'm not gonna watch them until i have to sure you're not uh, on a saturday night just putting in the right dinosaurs episodes like uh, i'll watch them for you don't worry i'll, I'll <laughs> take you, whatever yours it. is and I'll, I'll fill in the gap don't worry about it don't my, worry i about live it. my sex life vicariously through your tweets so. <laughs> right exactly perfect <laughs> okay that's dinosaurs we're gonna get back to more dinosaurs as we go of course there's probably mm-hmm. gonna be connections here and there and i'm glad we can all watch it again like mark yes. has the dvds but we can watch it which is great fantastic and we had to jump on that. So you can get on Disney Plus and watch all these, mm-hmm. which I would encourage you to do. Go check it out. It's good uh, for the podcast, too. It just opens up more shows for us to check out and gives us like a wider range of stuff. Yeah, to review. So, yeah. I mean, that's great. Yeah, it's good to have these like easily accessible. And right. It's not in right. HD or anything. It's not upscaled or anything like that, but good enough where you can. It's fairly well done where it's yeah. not like a complete disaster um, like some other shows. All right, that's dinosaurs. Cool. We're wrapping it up. We're good. Anything else to say? Dinosaurs could not get made now. No. Unless it like unless it was Seth MacFarlane, who's like a super famous dude, has like a million successful television shows, and just shits yeah. out these ideas like you make that and people do because he's super that's the he, only way he'd have to like really go to bat for it to yeah, like, right. He's like, This is what I want to do. I want to do puppets and dinosaurs. Yeah. And, like I mean, the dude's four for four, right? Yeah, like he's got he's successful. He's right? everything. He wants to do. Right? He does it. Yeah, right. I mean, he made what is it? Nor Norville? What's that? Orville? The Orville? The Orville. Yeah. Which is a totally okay show. Yep. Right. I watched a couple episodes. It's fine. Right. I watched. Well, that's it. kind I of like, a crazy. I'm done with this. That's yep. kind of a crazy premise to get on. A little there. bit. Like, I want to make my own Star Trek. Fuck it. I'm yeah. gonna make it. That's funny. Okay. Go ahead. So maybe he could, but yeah. Uh, I guess Jim Henson kind of was just like a massive dude who was just like going to get anything done at that mm-hmm. in 91 anyway. So maybe that's the same. All right. Next up. This is uh tricky next up next episode. Right. Right. I had some thoughts. I don't know if you guys have a thought. None. Thoughts okay. are not my strong point. <laughs> <laughs> we have a lot of things cooking out in the, uh, in the ether, but I was thinking, one of two things. Since number one, since we did dinosaurs, it's only fair that we get to another obsession. We go okay. to a Perfect Strangers episode and just do all Perfect Strangers. I we want can, this very much, but are I we think ready for that? Though? Put it off for a little while. We're we not ready for that. Okay, yeah. and I will. St- I will start cultivating a list. I already have two <laughs> bangers on there, um, but we'll only two bangers. That's it. Right. 
They're also good. How do you? I was going to say the so. fact that he got two right off the top of his head. Yeah, <laughs> at least we we're down to that. Uh, yeah. The other one I wrote down was theme songs. Potentially, we go into into the theme song world. You got anything else? You want to go into theme songs? Um, Are we ready for that, or do I, we do something else? I always, I still want to do the one where the failed TGIF episodes. I've always thought that's a really interesting one. If we can find ways to watch them, that's, that's going to be the key. Right, that's going right. to be the key. We need to figure out where to watch Teen Angel or whatever that is. Watch it on YouTube. Um, I have, okay. I did recently because I didn't. I somebody told me it existed. I didn't believe them, and I had to go find it. Okay. Uh, my we, vote. My vote is for the first episode of one-off seasons. Because I think there are five shows that only got a season on TGIF. Okay, mm-hmm. what what are we I thinking think. here? Or well, we'll have to look them up. Okay. But um, I think so like there the are one-off enough. shows, right? Like like Teen Angel. Um, yeah. I feel like there's a few of them. I feel like there was a like My Sisters and Alien show. Yeah, right, right. Oh, uh, um, what was the Wish You Wish or something like that? Was that one? Yeah, the yeah, genie yeah. one, right? Yeah, yeah. The genie, genie one. one, right? Right. All right. Um, so that's what we want to do. We want to go. Let's do, one too. let's do something like that. Yeah, the right. basketball one. We also right. have not done a Hanging with Mr. Cooper episode. Yet. I thought that Just too. Right. That yeah. There. Right. There's yeah. That's a category of like. I don't know what that. I guess dinosaurs sort of fits in that. Yeah. Shows that weren't like the top show, like, but we're still this. solid. Um, mm-hmm. We oh, we could we could definitely do the first episode of making the band. Which, <laughs> oh my yeah. gosh! I love how that barely uh, qualifies. That, but that we're was so. It. That was a, one season. It was the yeah, final right, season. Right. That was an exploding brain of yeah. like. So wow. We'll, well, let's we'll talk about this. Let's let's yeah. come up with some okay, things. So we're gonna something we're, along these veins, like some l- way lesser known TGIF episodes. Okay, we're I gonna think go that'll be interesting. Right. We're gonna go to the lesser known TGIF. Yeah, we're I gonna think, put together. I think it's time. Uh, I think so. Okay, I like that. All right, cool. so that's what we're gonna do. Less known TV, TJF. That doesn't include Mr. Cooper, though. No, no, no. no, that, no I no, think no, that's too known, right? For yeah. sure. But I would say Clueless because I think that had two seasons. I love that one. I, we got to do the yeah. sandwich one, the angel with the sandwich. Yeah, we got to do, do the one. sandwich one. Yeah. All right. right. Let's, uh, what was it? Angel. What was it called? Angel. Teen Angel. Teen Angel. That's one. I'm writing these down so I can start looking them yeah. up. Teen Angel. Um, and then the Gene. Uh, you wish. wish. You wish. You wish. There you, go. you wish. We need that. Clueless. Clueless, one hundred percent. Yeah, counts, right. Yeah. yeah. All right, that's one. Clueless. That's three shows. Um, I don't know why. Band. I keep... oh. <laughs> no, that put it in. Put it. Put it in. <laughs> that show existed for a, like many many years after though, <laughs> yes, didn't it? But it was only on TJ. No, so it. Okay, so here's the deal. It has to be a, a one-off TJF kind of thing. So there Our was failed one season on TJF where the guy who made and sync and 98 degrees that like fat gross man he did like uh he did this the show right. and they that show formulated the band o-town right right right, right. that was on tjf that was on tjf a okay. couple years later like two ish years later puff daddy co-opted making the band right and then he put it on mtv crazy right. but at that point it was like a almost a completely different show because then they were finding like one solitary rap star i think yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. right um, but also um that band they're like a Destiny's Child ripoff. It was like like yes. the Pussycat Dolls or something. Yeah, 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 I remember that. I think they were a result of like previous seasons of making yeah. the band. Okay, so but, making the but, band is making the cut here. But in its core, it doesn't have to. We can talk about this. We don't need okay. to decide right I'm now. I'm putting it in the list right yeah, now. Yeah, put it on the list and we'll find out if we can putting it on the see list. it somewhere. Yeah, right, right, right. Um, That's going to be the big question. Down. Can we watch any of these? Yeah. 
And what quality? Because we watched some weird ass dinosaur quality episodes <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> before we got dinosaurs on Disney Plus. All right, so Teen Angel making the band. You wish Clueless, uh, California Dreaming, right? That's California a, is that the basketball Dreamin'. one. I don't know if that's the basketball. No, one, but um, it's the one that with Heather on it. Oh, let's do that one. California Dreaming. What was the basketball one? Was like a Saved by the Bell pairing. It was the one with Anthony Anderson, like coaching the basketball team, right? Oh, that's fun! Wow, that wasn't TGIF though. That was like a Saturday right. morning. Let, like, let's go with the one with Heather Locklear. I like that. Uh, I don't know why Mr. Belvedere is not a TGIF, like hardcore TGIF thing, but, but it, it was. But it was on the early version of TGIF when it was really called that. Yeah. Wow. How Just long the did ten that of go? Us was there for two years. Yeah, that yeah. that also counts. Apparently the Hughley's was, but that doesn't. That sound was right. at the end. That was at the right. end. Oh, right. crazy. Okay, so this is a good start. So we're gonna do yeah. some weird, obscure failure TJF shows next. Then I like that because I don't really have any prejudices against them. Like you know, going in, right, I don't really right. know any. Are of these we things, doing so. like? I guess it depends on what we find. Are we doing yeah, a first right. off <gasps> Ooh, episode? Max just... Headroom. Oh my What's god. That? That oh my had, god. Yeah. Based on a... the character on MTV. Yeah, that had it. That had one season. It looks like. Okay. Well, I'm gonna start uh, working on this and putting together. Oh, there's a show called Baby Talk, which I assume is like a yeah, look who's yeah. Talking right. That was the look yeah. who's talking. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Something right. called Billy. Well, <laughs> but this could be multiple episodes, so yeah, we don't yeah, have yeah. to do them all in one. Yeah, for sure. Um, we'll do some. We'll do five of them. What we can find. We'll see what we can find. But um, all right. So the less. The big, the big time failure TJF shows. Aliens in the family. That was the other there one. There we go. Right. About. Yeah. All right. I'm writing yeah. them all down just in yeah, case. Yeah, we'll find something. I mean, this is just Wikipedia, so you just. And it doesn't have to be the first. Is it should no. it be the first no, episode or just I mean, whatever that's we simpler, got? Simpler, but it really doesn't matter. But we also no. have to like pick it work with what we got. Like, yeah. I mean, all I, right. I, I so doubt. We'll, you know. Yeah, I doubt we're gonna get the pilots of all these anyway. Yeah. Um. Okay, that's it. Cool. That is it. You can go and listen to the best part about this show. The, the thing I like the best about it is this shit is evergreen. You can go yep. listen to this anytime you want. So yeah. go back and listen to the pilots episode, which I think is really, really good. Uh, even though I fucking hate that I missed the perfect strangers pilot <laughs> that crushed me when I realized that, uh, um, what's his name? Louis Anderson was in perfect. Oh, strangers. Yeah. Holy, Holy shit. Wow. I mean, the video is not available, so technically... Do you even imagine? We couldn't have watched it, but there were black and white photos of it. Oh, it looked like a oh. deep fake. I, I, my brain yeah. couldn't process what I was looking it's, at. It was like a 2 a.m. thing where I was just working on something else, some for the show, and I'm like, oh my god, I've made uh. an error. I made a grave error. <laughs> Louis Anderson was in a perfect stranger. But thankfully, you can't watch the episode. <laughs> for many reasons. All right, so go back and listen to that. We got the Christmas episode, the Thanksgiving, the Halloween, guest stars. What else did we do? Is that it? I think that's it. Um, so, yeah, go check those out. Follow us, Pod TJF. Where can uh, everybody find you guys? You can find me at KillerGreg17 on Twitter. Uh, you can also catch my stream with Ty and Faith and sometimes Asa now on Tuesday afternoons. And WCWTF, uh, idiotswithmikes.com. 
This is Megastar Mark. You can follow me at Megastar Mark on the tweet machines. And as Greg just mentioned, give us a follow at WCWTF Podcast. Even if you're not into wrestling, I post some of the weirdest stuff you're going to find. Uh, I'm diving into Etsy wrestling things uh, and <laughs> wonderful creations that I find on there. They're really, really good, really funny. We always appreciate every follow we get. I love the merch thing you're doing now. Thank you. Um, it is the, a what is it weird WCW merch or something yeah, like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. WCW worst merch. It is a weird rabbit hole to go down. Let me put it that way. There is way more Etsy weirdos than I thought in my life because they they there's one <laughs> one person who just obsesses over Dean Malenko. Like that's it. That's all their. St- it's like fifty things on their store, like crochet Dean Malenko stuff. It's a man after my own heart. I need that. I need to get a Dean Malenko bed bedding. Or right. <laughs> no, I need a Dean Malenko Afghan. Bible cover. <laughs> yeah, Bible cover. Oh, Dean. Uh, I close you can... to God. And I want to be close to Dean. <laughs> Through a bed sheet. Naturally. <laughs> Oh God. Yeah. I mean, it's worth it. Just there, just yeah. that, let alone everything else. Um, and those dreams are great. Uh, faith is, faith is very funny. Oh, I Absolutely. love faith. I really yep. do. So uh, go watch. I don't know the who's the other guy. Asa. Is that what you Asa. said? Yeah. Asa? He, um, I don't know. So as it stands right now, he and I are going to be alternating on Tuesdays. Oh, okay. um, he's a friend of us from a long time ago. He's currently in Austin, Texas. So oh, are going snow great for and him. no power and yeah. no lights. Damn. Yeah. Uh, it was good to hear him again. I haven't heard him in a while. I know. So yeah. I don't know him. Oh, I haven't watched those. So I'm gonna have yeah. to go watch this. Uh you can follow me at Nation of Conversation if you want to know about the current state of wrestling or like we did this past week or whenever this comes out, uh the movie Moana, because we're on a weird yeah, I saw that. Yeah. I love that. We're talking about the rock and doing yeah. all kinds yeah. of weird um shows about the rock we did one which i was i loved about a chapter in a book about what the rock what movies the rock could improve or (laughs) it was a whole episode about that and that was fun (laughs) i always wanted the rock to play eddie brock oh yeah there you go right you're right Uh, if you want to learn about the rock that's the current we get on these kicks like we did like six months on hulk hogan movies for oh one, yeah I one love year those. we just did all these hulk hogan movies uh so if you want to talk about the rock or just wrestling you can go there and check that out so uh follow us pod tjf wait for the next episode about weird tjf canceled shows i guess failed yes. shows yeah we'll, we'll come up with a catchy name we're gonna we'll come up with out. a better name yeah right oh, yeah. <laughs> we're gonna workshop that go watch dinosaurs on uh, disney plus and that's it cool thanks for thanks for listening thanks for uh, watching whatever peace out bye, bye.